I roll this over all the time. What, what, all what, what right. It looks like we're up. DreamWorks picture and Montecidio. This looks like some just setting up the live stream, guys. Reitman. Reitman no one's did, here yet. Reitman was still directing things. God, that's amazing. Road trip? Was did we? Oh yeah, this is a uh, Todd Phillips movie. The guy who did this did the Joker. Yeah, which is like his early entree. Welcome in, guys. Comedy. We're just racking up here. We're gonna be getting going in a few minutes. Tom Green is in this. God, they love Tom. I'll be honest with you. You don't get Tom Green. That's when I started to realize I wasn't the young kid anymore. Was when Tom Green started getting popular because he just yeah it's very absurd. Yeah, and I thought he was kind of funny. I didn't think he was bad, but there was a certain anti. I, I'm into anti comedy, but there was a certain kind of his type of anti comedy was brand. It was people who were like born in '75 and '76 really liked him, and I, and I was really I was more of an orthodox earlier Gen X guy. So I I, I thought he was okay, but he was like a people loved him. Really liked him a lot. Anthony Rapp is in this. Andy Dick. Yeah, they're friends. Oh, Rapp this is like star-studded for the time. This is a big deal. Yeah, we have, we have what, uh, what year was this? Like, 01? 2002, yeah, 2000, 2001. God. Why is he, like, that's such a fucking... Well, because it's, <sighs> because it's, I remember that. I was, like, working yeah, we in all the do. city. The word terrorism wasn't in the universe. You know, well, no, no, it was. Terrorism was around in the 70s. Absolutely, terrorism is. It, it's all you know. They, they have their button go-to words that they know to use on people to fool them. Yeah, and that's certainly one of them. You getting it all out? You shaking it up? You yeah, ready for good, the show? Man. We're starting Absolutely. in about two minutes, guys. So again, we're going to do the videos of this week in television history. Talk about the Ultimate Warrior uh, bi uh, yeah. biography. I flew on planes. We can get into my oh, trip yeah. back to Chicago. Yeah, I Wait, save it for the show. Yeah, we're just going. To, you were ready to fucking explode. Yeah, it's good it. though. I want to hear about it. Uh, and then, you know, we got this, I got a, a pack this week in history, pack, Good. pack this week in history might be a little bit of a longer show, but I, we've been giving them shorter ones the last couple weeks. We'll see. So, see uh, do. yeah, 12 seconds and we're going to be getting into the song that you guys know. Are they listening to it right now or are you just warming up? Oh, we're live. Yeah. This oh, is just oh, like okay. the pre-stream. Yeah, man. It's, uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Testing one, two, three. That's good. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit higher. Thank you. All right. Almost in, everybody. Minute and 15 seconds. It's going to be a good episode. Crocious came in hot. We calmed him down a little bit. He came in and was honest. He goes, "I'm in a bad mood." Yeah, and I don't. I don't and it bothers me. I don't. I kind of know why. Marjorie Taylor Greene, the right, the right's upsetting your boy. It's just, but it's even beyond. It's just, it's the political milieu, and ugh, it needs to happen. We need to wallow in this shit for a while to actually address our problem, truly address them, at least some of them. God. All right. 35 seconds. I'm cutting to the standby screen, everybody.
that would never happen. That, nope. that would never Whoa, happen. Oh, it's a dream. Oh, yeah, okay. There he that goes. dude, man. He was in. <laughs> he was in Franklin and Bash. Hell yeah. The Kumail Nanjiani entree. And Crow, just not to jar you, I'm turning down the mics in two, one. Welcome to the show. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December seventh, night. I'm question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. Smooth landing. You know, for the first smooth time... Smooth Well, smooth landing, hopefully. Smooth takeoff. Sort of like your flights? Sort of like your flights? Sort of like my flights. Welcome Good. in, everybody. For the first time, what? For the fr- This song? I don't know. I didn't like it as much this time. Uh, it's because you're in a bad mood. <laughs> I, I am, people. I, I'm in an upset mood. There's no doubt about it. You know, I, I, and I, I don't really like... And I shouldn't really be in a bad mood because I've had a lot of good things happen this past week. There's there's a certain dimension of my life that's not in control right now. It's starting to bother me. That's the reason why. Hey, anyway, you know, we all get there. I'm a chronic masturbator. That's what it is. Hey, <laughs> you got to scrub them out sometimes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I've been doing it outside. No, no, that is not the truth. Welcome so. in, everybody. I am Keith Pazel, and this is my podcast. I'm always here with Adam Crocious. We watch TV and talk about ourselves and the world through what's on television we're watching it so you don't have to, basically. Exactly, and we go off on tangents about. Usually, oh, it's tangents. about our inability to get to get out of the past and just look towards a future, which is a waste of time to get stuck in the past. And then, at just, the same time, I like history. Just to prep, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a four second pause while we put the compressor on. And we're back. Cool. Is that Anthony Rapp right there? Yes, that is Anthony Rapp. So, so he was in Adventures in Babysitting, which you watched like six six weeks ago. Which was filmed in '87, and then he plays a college. He was a high school kid, and now he's yes. a college kid. He's Fif- a t- fifteen years he's later. He's a TA. He's the creepy TA. Oh, he's the creepy TA. Yes. Okay. So obviously, I wonder who their market is for this movie. It's a college movie. Just a reminder: the midterm will cover all. Reitman. That Reitman directed this. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, no, no, Todd Phillips no, no, directed no, this. They said Todd Phillips film, but I think right. Oh, was it a Reitman production or Reitman? Probably, directed? yeah. He he produced it because I, I know I, for I a fact his... Todd Phillips directed this. It's a Todd Phillips movie because he sucks on Amy Smart's feet in it. He plays a creepy guy in a bus. He's got a foot fetish. He's also well, all those directors do. Man. Tarantino's yeah. got a foot fetish. Why? I, I don't get that. And I like pedicures. Like no, I judge it. 
I, ju- I judge your foot, your fetish. You know, I do. I, I don't know because I, I just think it's kind. Because of, I, I wouldn't do that. I give a foot massage. I do that. I do that. But I wouldn't suck on a toe. I, I, you know, I mean, listen, I gotta say, maybe I'm square and I'm not fluid in my oh, no. sexuality. Ooh, no. I mean, you know, feet are kind of gross. I don't think it's square. I think it's. I think it's a very. Uh, I don't even want to say '90s, but I think like old school guy way to just be like, if I wouldn't do it, it's disgusting type of thing because that's even when my dad would be yeah. like would be like i don't mind gays i just don't want them fucking with me yeah God, i hate that line that's such a but that's not this that's such a bullshit line you know this is about this is about also a, a, uh the dude who played uh, stiffler is stiffler but a little more mature in this <laughs> but he became immature after this this right. is ifc so we're getting oh, fucked oh, we're getting oh, f-bombs so this is his movie after american pie it's in between yeah. one of the two yeah he yeah did so like he's three to, after this yeah he's trying to dovetail his career build a career you oh, know? It worked. In Hollywood, yeah. You and then know. I think this was after Dude Where's My Car. <laughs> with Co- with Coocher? Yeah. Coocher. He's not a good actor. Just well, yeah, none of them are good. Like, that's... <laughs> they can't all be Sidney Poitier. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. The foot fetish, I judge. I judge it. I don't know? mind it. I, well, yeah, if go you, ahead. As long as you're not into gross feet. You know? <laughs> do what you like. I see guys and girls dancing. Can make me think about that? Because that's a line and do what you like. From I've been listening to a lot of uh, d- I've been listening to a lot of that and fucking uh, Public Enemy. Well, you know, because I made a playlist on Spotify called The Life Tapes, and it's starts in 1987. And it's basically all the music that came out during my lifetime. And I stop it at 05 because I feel like after high school, that's when you're like kind of influenced you're as influenced as you're going to be by by music. Yeah, that's a good. I, I'd say into my 20s, I still had it. I still was sort of like I, I tried to Getting keep up. Yeah. And, and then like buying and being turned on to certain new bands. But by I my, mean, you two had a run of albums. Oh, they that, did. But yeah, but I mean, like all the pavement and shit like that, man. I was when I discovered pavement, I was like, wow. But I'm, I'm actually Jet fortunate. I was thinking I'm fortunate that. I really did catch the end of hair metal and even the shit that like, Oh God. And I, I had fortunate and you use the adjective fortunate for no, that, but I'm saying like, I like music quickly got better. Like, yes, I don't exactly, remember hair. Exactly. Metal. I don't like, that's all I remember. Sorry to jump on your, thing. I remember like people having hair metal tapes and it sounding so old, even though it was from like two or three years before that. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Like the, the, when time, when oh, I want to change, let's back see then. if we get it. Yeah. Random house party music. Yeah, got it. I haven't been to a true house party. I don't even remember the last one I went to. Maybe a so comic check one? this out. They auction off women at this party. Whoa. We're gonna we're gonna watch that. Tom Green's in this. Wow. Oh, this guy's the man. This guy is like the smart weed head. Good. Uh, that's the plan. No, that, that's yes, that is the plan. He's like he tokes up the whole movie, brah. Yeah, man. He's a but he's like a phys- he's like a physics dork. I, I my one of my Kumail brother, Nanjiani bouncing around on my, stage. My, there. <laughs> one of my brother's Here's best Tom. friends from college is a PhD in physics and a huge pothead, and also likes the LSD. I did LSD over the trip, over my trip. I oh, tripped. you did? Yeah. Well, dude, we got to hear about this trip. Okay, here yeah. they're gonna auction now, off remember, women. Let's watch this you're first. You're not buying the girl. You were buying her company. This is taken. It's become taken all of a sudden. So, They're virgins. Well, this is prostitution. I, I <laughs> so anyway, well, look at how look at Anthony Rap, dude. So he's obsessed with uh, the blonde. Yeah, that was established in an early. Hey, look, scene. look at Anthony Rap, dude. 
she likes coming in like a big creepy turtle through a oh, sea of fucking and, and, and he likes boys right rat rap is, no uh, he's obsessed with, i mean in real, in real life, life yeah yeah, yeah exactly he's, he's a total he's never touched a woman well, when does when does dick get involved here only I mean, woman Andy he, dick <laughs> only woman he's touched is kevin spacey you know what i mean hey, God, hey there she is right whatever she still has a career right oh I mean, yeah she was in the uh high voltage crank movies you ever see the movie crank with jason statham where he has to oh, electrocute yeah. himself for two and a half hours <laughs> <laughs> he has to keep his heart going and they fuck on a horse track because he has to keep his heart going well she, i mean she was very cute she's very pretty i think yeah. so she I'd buy her. so because they're playing music i have to tell you what's going on she basically says that creepy ta is here and i need you to vote i need you to to buy me auction basically. for me like basically yeah. bid higher yeah i need you to uh, to so that's happening so is green trying to get a, a threesome going no on? he's going to and we're gonna have to go away because there is going to be titty balls oh they're covered thank fucking god okay okay uh he removes her shirt <laughs> At some point, yeah, shirt shirt gets removed. <laughs> they cover it up. They have like a little black, like no, I have it covered up. Oh, like okay. I have the I have our camera over the tip. Okay. Oh, good, so look good. at look at how they do my man here. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Going once. Going twice. Fifteen dollars. Twenty. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Who could be twenty-five? Going once. Going twice. Crow would throw his credit card down. And, and you know what my credit limit is? Okay. Fifteen grand. Twenty-six dollars. It's not a lot. I just said thirty. I mean, there's got to be someone out there who can be twenty-six. I send this loser out. Me right here. Thirty. Sold. My man Josh for twenty-six. Did he give him the signal like, "Hey, you got to do this"? Okay. Oh, so so now he's fucking furious. He feels wrong, and that'll be a plot line. Oh no. This is the plot. Oh, oh, this is the movie. They, this is why the road trip is so consequential because he's the TA in his class. So now he's going to like fuck him over on a test. So, so I'll tell you the plot, Crow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to because yeah. I, I mean, love I'll, that I'll this is up. on. I love that this is on. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're we're in my generation now, bitch. Okay, we watch sure. Midnight Cowboy. Now we're watching fucking <laughs> or Urban Cowboy. Now we're watching Suburban Cowboy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Twenty years later. So he. Uh, gets into it so he sleeps with her at this party but he's in a relationship and they tape it and tom green accidentally mails the tape to his girlfriend so they have to like chase the tape down didn't we already see with paul rudd and uh and that's overnight delivery that's overnight delivery so check this out while that is happening okay there's boobs oh thank god they're covered up i'm so good uh so while that's happening uh anthony rapp uh, pretends to be Josh like he cancels like the test he's he's got this big final and he like pretends to be him and fucks him on when the, like he's gonna miss his test basically Anthony Rapp makes it to where uh, old boy's gonna miss his final so on that on, okay, okay okay so uh, as well so now they're chasing down this when does he tape. find that information out when does he find like that halfway out? through the movie but like during a road do they in the middle of yeah in the middle of the road trip okay uh anthony rep fucks him over on the test so then for the remainder of the road trip they got to get back the fucking jufro guy has to like school <laughs> him on philosophy for the rest of okay for the rest of the trip so you got that aspect so he's got to okay. cram for this that's test. one of the plot lines yeah, yeah. but m- most of it is he has to chase down this test because he bangs amy smart who also shows her boobs yeah uh, and yeah we're well that was like the whole sex tape thing i mean that was a cutting edge thing back then still you know it was like well i mean i think the first se- the first honest sex tape was probably that i recall was uh was pamela anderson and uh and not nikki six but uh but tommy lee 
You know, I mean, or what are his name? I, I, I don't like Molly Cruz. So I can't come up with their names right away. But, uh, but, uh, Ricky Rath. No, no, or the, the, the fuck? Ricky, <laughs> yeah, the guy Ricky Rath. That's exactly who it was. The host of like for, what was it Saturday Ricky Night Rathman. Battle, or whatever. No, no fucking no, the Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball, which exactly. was a great show. I remember watching that a few times. Absolutely, they had like Anthrax and Slayer. Absolutely, on there. it was no, more the, of a metal show. Yeah, there. yeah, and and it was actually like Metallica. It was, it type was metal. well produced. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Ricky Rackman probably made fun of hair metal. Yeah, yeah, no, or he wore a Red Wings jersey. Yeah, and they had some Iron Maiden. Kurt on Cobain, there. Nirvana went on the Headbangers Ball. Oh, really? And fucking Kurt Cobain wore a dress, and <laughs> and they were like, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "Well, it's the Headbangers Ball, so I thought I'd wear a gown." <laughs> He's the man. That's dude. pretty funny. <laughs> That's a pretty. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you notice, guys, I'm trying to cut as much apartment out of the background as possible. I mean, that, that for him to do that for Cobain, that, that was. You know, that was a little edgy. Oh, he was I like mean, he was like the Warhol to the media. You know, I hate yeah. Andy Warhol's art. I think it's drivel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he himself is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. His whole life and what he he basically kind of was walking art. You know, what I mean, yeah. And very much understanding the pop culture. Aesthetic, but like I can know? I really do will venture to there's very few actual things he drew. He just like printed shit. Yeah. Yep. He just would do a lot of it. There's yep. 90 soup cans in this fucking well, room. Yeah, I, I guess he... And there's hot, There's all these hot fucking fembots guarding him. What he told what he told Lou Reed was, Lou Reed, you don't work hard enough, which is crazy because Lou Reed put out like 20 yeah. some odd albums because, I mean... He's just like... Because uh, Warhol was just like... As much as he was like this flake, I don't he work worked hard. his ass off. I'm going to slip my wrists and do heroin tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm doubling... I'm it's leaning like into that. job. Yeah, but uh, no, yeah, Warhol's cool. Absolutely, I agree. Hey, yeah, a pretty cutting edge statement there. <laughs> but no, yeah, you were gonna say that. We, uh, let's talk about because this is a movie is on road trip. But I want to hear about what were your flights like back? Because when you said you were a little stressed out. When you well, were, yeah, I'm not. I'm a nervous flyer. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an anxious flyer every too. time because I go. Th- I charge through the airport like I've fucking been there. Yeah. Uh, I I charge through the airport and I sit there as if I'm not kind of afraid of flying yeah and then i get on the plane and even running like on the jetway i'm like okay and then the second i sit down and you lock that seatbelt in yeah and you start taxiing the runway and you feel how fast you're going yeah because in your head you're like you think of the scenarios of where you could survive a plane crash yeah but then you actually feel how fast you're going pre-takeoff and you're like even if we don't lift off the ground <laughs> I'm already in a death tube. Yeah. <laughs> like the second you start on the runway, yeah. you're putting your soul in fate's hands. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I have a hard time doing that. Yeah. Like it really stresses me out to like yeah. believe that I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I, I used to be, I've missed, I've missed one flight in my life. I was going to go visit my brother in Colorado in 1993. He had tickets for a Bronco Viking game and the Vikings won. Sean Salisbury threw for 366 ah, yards. Ah, So And the Broncos were terrible. Bad defense. Uh, but And with and, that and, reference. And, and, and I'm... <laughs> That was a classic. But I, uh, I, uh, and I, I said, I said to myself, if I'm going to fly, I was 24 years old and I had flown a lot in my life up to that point. I had flown since I was like seven or eight years old. I used to love it when I was a little kid. I wanted to be a pilot at one time when I was like 14 or 15. I wanted to fly planes. I thought about that as a career. And, and then I had a couple of really bad flights. I had a flight once from DC to Minneapolis. Okay, here we go. I, you I was, can keep talking, but I, I got to watch for tit. 
I, I, I was <laughs> I was 18 years old. It would have been my senior year in high school, 1987. Okay, hang on. And when I took off in D.C., it was 60 degrees, spring, early April. If you're in the upper Midwest on the shoulder season, early April, late March, or like late November, early December, you get some nasty-ass storms, nasty-ass snowstorms. We took off 60 degrees in D.C. We landed in Minneapolis. We were the last plane allowed to land. We were the last plane allowed to land. You said that. Jesus. We landed in a... So you're just circling. It was a blizzard. There was like 12 inches of snow. It was like a real oh, hard snow. fucking shat. And, and, and I've we never were, flown through a storm. Thank fucking... Oh, thank the Lord. I've had thank many storms. <laughs> I've had many storms, which is... They suck. All right, you ready to listen to this here yeah, and seduce them? Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, she should be smart and funny. And... Uh, we can. That's that's fine Whoa. now. That's fine now. That's good too. I have to cut it. I'm not. We're gonna no, watch, man. but I'm gonna. But I'm gonna hide. Yeah, it. I'm not gonna say a word. I feel a little yeah. <laughs> well, we gotta be funny. No, it's a very flat <laughs> ass. It's not a good ass. I don't care. She, 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 she she's like a popsicle stick. That is not. And Okay, nice. there we go. Shirt's coming up. I'll describe it. I'll describe it. Yes. Very not, you know. She's got nipples and boobs. I forget how often she showed boobs because after these movies, yeah, she was very like not. She shows a little bit of tit and crank when she's getting fucked on well, that race track. She's more established now, you know. She yeah. wants to be more legitimate, taken seriously. She's yeah. not a borderline porn actress. Don't worry, guys. We're coming back with video. Damn right we are. But this is sex lies and videotape. That was like that was that was a very arty movie in '89. But again, I had a flight from DC. Here, here's your boy. I wonder if I get popped for this. Tiny salmon chasing that impossible dream. The minor bird says, God. I just, you know. The chimpanzee Wait, says, hold on. This is the, this is the, this is the bit. Tom Green is all about the, the weight. The friendly owl says, But the salmon can only say, because that's how salmon talk. And it's sad. <laughs> he's got a big gray man bun now, dude. And he's fucking traveling yeah. the country yeah. in a van. Yeah. He did a bit. Here's how on brand Tom Green still is. He put out a video of him 25 minutes of him eating a head of lettuce on the street, pouring ranch dressing on it, and taking bites out of it. And as people pass, just going, just watching my health here. <laughs> just watching my health. I'm just watching my health here. And it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he has some funny moments. I'm not saying he wasn't funny, uh, but I find him a bit annoying. Uh, well, that's his, his marriage thing. with Drew Barrymore was a sham. You know, well, just, yeah. You know, I mean, they probably liked each other and then d did like a let's get married because it'll be. Yeah, it'll be like a publicity. Who it reminded me of is Bill O'Donnell and Michelle McShay in the early. <laughs> In the in the early aughts. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I had a flight, D.C. To, to, to Minneapolis. 60 degrees, early April, nice spring day in D.C., land in Minneapolis, 
Last plane allowed to land. Oh. 12, feet, 12 inches of snow. And I remember there was an old woman sitting next to me. She's like, this is the first time I've ever flown on a plane. It's kind of fun. Feels like a roller coaster. She was like, and I was, I, I, it was the only time I've ever been on a flight where baggage came out of one of the, one of the, uh, one of the upper deck, you know, the, the the baggage parts, you know, where you put your bag above the seats. Like, it, it came out of, it was like a bag came out because we were flying. It was just, oh, that's it was like, literally just like. That's plane crash shit. I mean, so yeah. So, check this yeah. out, Crow. Last night, I watched Turbulence and Passenger 57. <laughs> Tur- you mean, See, you mean, but now, I honestly <laughs> feel like, because I took four planes going to and from Absolutely, Chicago. yeah. So, I think it did kind of shake me up because I do realize it's, it's one in every 5.4 million you yeah. to, like... So what is that? There's probably haven't been that many flights in the last 10 years or something oh, no, no, like there that. Have been. You, well, yeah. But but yeah. It, you it, actually it, tried to... It was funny. You tried to make me feel better the night we recorded because uh, I was like, yeah, it's like only the odds are one out of every five million. You go, yeah. And there are so many flights. And as I thought about that, I was like, yeah, so they could be coming up on that five million. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just... You know, I, I've flown enough now. I'll get over my long-winded story because it's really about you and not me. So I'm sorry about that. No, it's fine. But 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 my, I was, I, I flew enough with work and shit. It'll be interesting. I haven't flown in a year and a half, and I can tell you this much: I I still get nervous sometimes. It's 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 um, unorthodox or it doesn't feel normal to me. Tell me you. But I've flown so much now that I just like okay, I can kind of deal. I've flown probably over a thousand times. That's crazy. You know? He realized oh, no. it. Oh no. Oh hey. hey. no. Did you make a copy? Because if you made a copy, we could watch the copy. That's funny. That's a funny Don't one. Don't answer it. Oh, Tom Green rules in this. Hey, it's Josh and Ruben. Wh- Leave a message. Did his career die because he had ball Hi, cancer? Josh. No, he kind of just had made a shitload of money and went away. He also kind of created the YouTube podcast so when the tom green show went off the air on mtv he created like basically what i want to do where he created TomGreen.com, made his living room into a tonight show set yeah how they and panel. did did the new it was called the new tom green show <laughs> and it was only on this tom green he said he had like he basically turned his apartment he had servers going because tom green had mtv show money yeah so he like his neighbors complained that like you'd hear servers running and like he basically turned his house into a TV studio. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Out here in LA or was oh, yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Here, yeah. Yeah. So then Would that, that happened been like 03 or something. Oh, four oh, three like through like Oh seven. Yeah. So he had a bit and, of a run. Oh yeah. And then it's see, whenever something takes off, Tom Green will like stop doing it. So then like Joe Rogan and all these podcasts exploded. Exactly. And he kind of shut down his YouTube channel uh and then kind of just went away and then he just recently brought it up he's been doing these vlogs and shit but then he started doing stand-up like hardcore started doing stand-up yeah i saw like a special of his maybe from three or four years ago and it, it had funny moments in it he had a big line about what which I, which I related to was the idea of kids today like their first sexual experience is seeing two girls in a cup you know and he's just like ours was you know, again discovering a penthouse magazine that was like finding gold Do you know what you is know? a reference that i have no bearing for what? that everybody talks about is the woods porn I never I don't, I don't porn the the idea of like how you'd find magazines porn oh, magazines in oh, the woods ab- when you were not when I was, I, when I was ten I to just, twelve I just missed forest porn yeah yeah <laughs> I'll never forget <laughs> I've told this before I had to walk to Stonewall Jackson Middle School <clears throat> which I want to go back to my hometown back there to see what it looks like now because I'm sure there's a big development done there it's, you can't do that it was just we we used to ride dirt bikes BMX bikes when I when I saved my money up and bought a Schwinn scrambler. 
You know, I was a dirt bike. I was big into dirt bikes from like age 12 to 14. That's when I was really into BMX, you know, which I think Hell is yeah. actually everyone's got like a, a, a that's kind of like your skateboarding. I wish I got an extreme sport era. Yeah. Yeah. Cut was, holes in the sleeves of your shirts. You put your thumb through it. <laughs> Wear it like a glove. I mean, I, I signed a contract with my mom. I worked selling rosettes. She gave me my allowance. I saved my money. It cost 150 bucks, but I bought that with my own money when I was 12 years old because I was obsessed with getting a BMX bike. Like I thought about it forever. It felt like forever. But my point is, we, my friend Robbie Bowen and I were, <laughs> were BMXing and we just happened to kind of stop and we looked over in this drum. It was like a big rusted out drum, like a gas tank from a tractor trailer. We looked yeah. into it and there were literally like 50 penthouses Woo, and we were like jackpot it was we, we we went from school we walked to school and back from school we, so we sneak like five or ten minutes in you know God anyway it. i thought i, I so yeah that, 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 that was a funny bit that i thought that tom green had but anyway so if you're flying so w- w- was it too stressful man i mean was it okay no once i'm up there i'm fine because i even i like the window seat no, no, I, so I, I like, prefer a window seat. I like do, I being like on the aisle seat. kind of... So, well, the last flight I was on before this, I was on the aisle and it kind of was a little less stressful because I, I couldn't see anything. So I was a little like, this is just the situation. So yeah. I just have to trust it. Um, but I kind of like looking out the window. Like you know, if, I always if look at the window. Down, <clears throat> and I'm always going <clears> to... <throat> yeah. I'm always going to think of a flight in a defensive sense yeah of like if we're going down i want to see it the whole time like i don't want to just be freaking out and then just it happens all of a sudden like i want to see the ground coming yep so like i kind of want to be by the window and that that's like how i think on a flight always yeah yeah no i i agree i have a similar thought process for me i'm such a, like a geography nerd i always like to look to like oh that's the so-and-so you know oh that, that's that mountain range or that's that and i i sort of know it from like and i can tell like you know when you're getting closer to the west when you see a lot of like you over new mexico oh, yeah. it starts turning those, brown and, and the irrigation you see those yeah. irrigation circles you know like okay, you'll see yep. the little yeah the little patches of green yeah and, and you know you're getting kind of like an hour to an hour and a half half away you know but uh but good for you when did you fly back when did you get back yesterday hold on rapaponte's calling can he can he hear us oh yeah yo what's up dude when are you recording we're live right now live. you're on the show yeah can you hear us <laughs> i really feel like i don't deserve being your number one fan right now i know that <laughs> people out there i won't say their names because they don't deserve to be heard <laughs> uh yeah but we're on hop on dude yeah absolutely what the hell <laughs> i wish my friend was even older than adam oh my god There's good one more comedian out there that's older than adam uh, no <laughs> 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 who's that jay harris yeah are you with diamond jay he's in la now diamond jay is yeah shit man i want to see him all right uh are so, you do i get on facebook or do i get on youtube that's what's so confusing to your fans they probably the only reason you don't have math at your doorstep is confused when you record number one, which is why I called. Number two, how to get to the live content. I'm assuming YouTube. Yeah, go on YouTube and look up This Is Keith Pazel, and that's my channel. Yep, makes sense. God. Aren't there like seven Keith Pazels? No, there's one. I'm the only one on Earth. Okay, well, I listen to your show all the time. I feel like you've never that. Okay. <laughs> Excellent, man. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks for yeah, checking in. All right, buddy. I'm getting on YouTube. Thank All right. You. I'll see awesome. you, buddy. Thanks both for doing what you do. Who, right. who, who's the old comic? I don't know. 
I think it was. I don't think it was a comic. Diamond J. Harris <clears throat> in Ponte. L.A.? Yeah, he's in L.A. That was Rob Aponte, everybody. He's one of the larger fans of the show. Him and James Bailey are the pillars of the show. Excellent. We're the foundation, and they are the pillars with, with, with which the doorway is going to hang. Absolutely. For, I, uh, for the great empire that this it, podcast will be. <laughs> will eventually become. We got room to grow. I've confirmed it from multiple sources. The show's not bad. That's all yeah, I care yeah, about. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. We're buried in the algorithm. We got to stir up a little shit. We got to talk shit about L.A. comics is yeah, what I'm saying. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know exactly. So I mean, way, that is what you have to do. Yeah, but. yeah. We'll do our thing. We'll, 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 we won't rest on our laurels. I like one of our segments. Oh, no, no, put it back, man, please. I like one of the segments we do. Well, it was at, co- at a commercial, Oh, yeah, right? yeah. the Hallmark yeah. As luck would have it. So again, see, that's the thing about these movies. You don't know when it's a commercial. <laughs> literally, it literally is, is seamless. Or is it a commercial for another Hallmark? Movie? Yeah, it's a freshly baked romance about finding the missing ingredient. The Baker's Son premieres Saturday, June. My wife is sucking my neighbor's dick God. right now. Oh man! I, but I like that segment where we watch a. We try to guess what the plot yeah. is, so we should do that. Well, in, this in, is in called as luck would have it. Uh, um, so l- let's, let's go back to it in five minutes yeah. after we watch a little road trip and then we'll just watch a segment Do of you that want and we'll to, determine what the plot would is. Would you like to riff on the TV guide a little bit? I want to hear more about your flight a little bit and then we'll okay. go. Yeah. yeah. So anything um, else? Any, well, was it pretty smooth? Really? At yeah. The end of the yeah. Day? yeah. No, we, we took off. We've landed. Dallas was cloudy. It was cloudy in Dallas and Salt Lake City. So I landed in Dallas before Chicago. And then on the way back from Chicago, we went to Salt Lake City before LA. I've done that route. And it was cloudy at both places. So when we came up and down, we flew through some thick clouds and that shakes you a little bit. Also, when he came into Chicago, like I know because of the way they have to come in, they go past downtown over the lake and they swoop around. Yep. I don't mind the swoop so much because that kind of relieves me because I'm like, okay, we're almost down. Yep. When in reality, that's the most dangerous spot to be in because if something happens, you have no time to correct it. Yeah, yeah. A pilot once told me if something happens in the air mechanically, you want to be as high as possible because eighty percent of the time they'll figure it out yeah. while the plane descends. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this dude banked down and hard. Like I yeah. think he overshot. Like I think he had to come in sharp because he banked to where the plane went. Like yeah, it yeah. whistled, and I and even the chick next to me put her head in the front of the seat. Yeah, and I like I'm a, a wrist, I'm a gripper. Yeah, I'm a gripper. Too. Yep. Like I went hard, and I fucking lean forward, and I hate the tray table up shit because I fucking hug my tray table yeah. on flights. <laughs> the second you can put that down, I pop that fucker down and put a book or my computer on there to occupy my fucking shit. But then I yeah. like popping out the window. It is p- astonishing. Like flying is oh, it's, it's it's incredible. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean it's an incredible thing. I mean the fact you you can go nineteen hundred miles if it's a nonstop flight, you can do it in like three and a half hours. You're going Chicago. Like, so you're flying six hundred miles an yeah, hour in a metal yeah, tube. You know yeah. the safest way to travel. Yeah. <laughs> I know it doesn't make any sense, but there's been so many flights. And the there whole time I'm been flying, billions of flights. They have they've really refined. Even when like, I was younger, they have refined it. There's probably been out of all. I bet you there's probably been a hundred plane crashes total in the history of aviation. Been more than that there's been more than that but 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 now i mean like maybe it's a couple flights. thousand maybe we're not max. we're not counting the uh, Robert i'm talking K- like an africa we're not shit. counting the jfk jr flights <laughs> my, my my that guy had it coming my my uh my uh, uh i got a, I got oh, a good oh, friend oh, oh, something happened we're fucking we're getting 
Oh, flag. I think boobs. I think there might have been boobs. My uh, <laughs> buddy of mine uh, went to Africa to visit his uh, soon-to-be wife who was in the Peace Corps in Niger. So he had to fly into Nigeria. He says, when you fly into the airport there, it, this is the truth. He said, <laughs> literally, as you're, as you're descending, they haven't cleaned up the plane crashes. So there's, it's like, there's like, oh, there's a plane crash there. There's a, there's like eight plane crashes leading you to the runway. Cause they, they just, they don't, there's like a skeletal remain. Like they'll, they'll take, they'll strip it. Like people will come and get, get the aluminum, get the steel, but they'll, they'll be like the frame of the airplane of where other crashes were. Like you just see it right there. I, yeah. I think that's hilarious. My, my, my buddy Rob told me too. He flew Aeroflot, you know, and this is right after the wall came down. He had a flight from like, from like Moscow to like far, far, would be uh, i guess it would be uh eastern russia you know Jesus. so he said he's, he's and it was a long flight seven hour flight you know so he, he had, a, he had a, a cup you know with with a drink and he's hanging all of a sudden it just it fizzed for some reason like it fizzed loudly you know and he's like what, what, what the hell is going on so he looks at his drink a screw had unscrewed from the cabin of, of the plane and landed into his oh, drink that's terrifying you know and like oh that's me in a flight he said all of a sudden thick black smoke not like the smell of smoke but like thick billowing black smoke came from the cockpit and, and all of a sudden they just turn around and fly back and land and they never gave an explanation it was just like <laughs> oh yeah this I and mean, they were in the air for like two fucking hours with, with black smoke in the cabin i mean that that's all right you ready so, to play so the game is, there are some decent standards here there ready are some to play the game yeah. i don't quite know what got the copyright thing kicked we're not kicked off but okay. it is but it is yellow but we have a backup look at this we're getting better so for those of you who don't know we have a segment that i always like which is the hallmark guesses oh, segment. we're back it's green baby so here is it's a hallmark movie and we always try to determine just without the sound just the looks the acting what the plot line is so as luck would have it um so someone's coming back to a hometown well, yeah, there's always, yeah, uh, there, that's... As luck would have it. This one's rough because there isn't any scenery to go off of, so... Well, let's just be patient. We'll watch a little bit of it. Oh. So they're together. This oh, is, is this the end? Oh, no. Oh. Where, where are we at in this? That's a big... So this started at seven. We're, yeah, we're 20 minutes from the ending. So they're obviously... Well, they're... they're they went on some sort of uh, yes. ca- camping trip somewhere. Or maybe they were that friends. That they dressed in high-end high so clothing. I'm going to go with she's been dating the whole movie. And up until recently, she figured out that she... Like, she just recently figured out that she wants him. And this was their first attempt at, like, making the feeling... Codifying that The tension it. that's been building all yep. movie with all these other dates is finally coming to fruition and it keeps getting interrupt interrupted. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my thing is she's like a spinster who like, this was just her met them. They're roaming the Look hills of Ireland. City. Listening to big country. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, they're, uh, Oh, so they, they took a trip to In Ireland. A big country. So, right there, you got it. Stay with you. <laughs> that, was, that was Scottish, like by the way. lover's voice. voice. in the mountainside. Shock. All right, let's hear some dialogue. I have a bottle of something special. I tell you something. Celebrate with Lindsay for both As luck would have it when I was in Ireland. Okay, so he wants to celebrate with Lindsay. I think that's the red. That's our red-haired girl. Yes, exactly. So They were a family distillery. Yes. To suggest you wear your blue suit. Ooh, they have alcohol in this episode. It's getting racy for Hallmark, but it's like a very cool, like, you know, sort of. How possible is it that Mr. Christmas is okay. totally lost? Okay, uh, here's my theory. Here's my theory. 
She's got red hair, so she's Irish, but she's American. She's coming back to Ireland to check out her roots, her family roots. And as luck would have it, she happens to fall in love with Colin, you know, one of the local distillery guys, as luck would have it. So I'm, I'm guessing she's American, traveling back to Ireland, trying to do like a family tree thing, and and, and, and falls in love. I think she... That, that, I think that's a good guess. I, guess that's a, good. Yeah. I think she's traveling to Ireland to write about the whiskey. Some sort of piece on it. Or some, and I like that. I think that's better. I think it's more plausible. And she, and she's now she's the, compromised. The because, power of suggestion works. Yeah. So uh, what is this? The Bachelorette? Or are we so watching a Hallmark see. movie? So Look let's see. Let's reveal now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. A woman tries to win over a handsome local after entering a world-renowned matchmaking festival in Ireland. God, we're both kind of wrong, but we're both kind of right. <laughs> you were more right than I was. You know, a renowned matchmaking festival. Just yeah, it's it's just oh, it's no, world renowned, Keith. See, I told you. How does I, I'm sorry, way. like I, I don't know. I, when it comes to affairs of the well, heart, these are these are figured this one out. I'm not very. Good these are walking greeting cards. Like these, yeah. I think, are a different level of like schmaltz. absurd. These schmaltz. Yeah, these are background. This is your you're baking a couple cakes today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watch Jack, yeah, yeah, you're making a dish. You're making your husband's favorite dish. You haven't had sex in months, probably years, actually. Okay, listen. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, you know, I, I, I'm I'm angry about my my lack of a sex life right now. Okay, that's one of the get into it by a whore. But I'm telling you something. I'll put the quality of my relationship up against anything. I think my situation is still better than I have so many friends you need to get who, yourself who like- haven't had sex with their wife in like a decade. I'm sorry. That seems like a, a circle of hell. You need to get seems like one of these of blue-haired OnlyFans girls. I'll tell you what, I was getting some vibe last... Yeah, I picked up this woman uh, yesterday uh, doing, the, doing the drive. And, and we talked for like an hour and 20 minutes. And we had an hour and 20 minute ride. Picked her up in Torrance. Dropped her off in my neighborhood where she lives. Oh, uh, so you know her address. Well, no, I mean, I, she was, and she was an actress. Dropped her off in my neighborhood where I've been sleeping out in front of her yard. <laughs> where, where I have now, exactly. So I've, I've been, been circling I've, with my car and there she lives there. Like so I've school. been delivering her her newspaper every morning. <laughs> Do people still get that? But no, I... <laughs> So, but but it was like I, she was like, oh, I, we talked about the script, her acting, what she gets cast in. We talked about a lot. I actually enjoyed talking with her a lot. But she was a crazy actress, and that's fine. That's fine. What do you expect? It, it reaches all my expectations. So she's like, well, you know, I said, here, here, here's my email address. Just send me your email if you want to, and we can. Uh, I like to hear about your script. You got your writing group on Sunday. I meet my writing partner on Sunday. I like to hear about what you're doing. Couple of star-crossed writers. It's like Romeo and fucking. You know, uh, I mean, maybe Romeo I don't know. and Spielberg. I got vibe. I could tell. I got vibe. All right, here we go. Much <clears throat> this is my favorite part. This is when the weedhead uses his genius. So they have to jump this. Well, they have to get across this broken bridge. Look at how confident he is. We can make it. Make it. You mean jump it? What, what was this guy in again? No, I'll get to it after. Absolutely not. No way. We're going back. He was in it the cool done. guy. This incline here is 30 degrees roughly, right? The car's, well, the factory way to the car. If TJ Miller would have been seven years younger, older, he would have been in this. This would have been his breakout. We'll clear 10 feet. Easy. No way. Absolutely not. So it's the nerd's car. They convinced the nerd to let him use his car. And that's another side plot. So the dork's dad, who basically played Gimpy Dork in all the other movies after this. He plays this character. He's a little more confident, and I think he's. It's called the new guy or the cool guy. I think uh, it is called the cool guy. Um, God, be so 
his parents are like so depressing so his parents are super clingy that's why he's tripping about like loaning these guys his car so the dad figures out that the kid's gone and there's like a fucking manhunt for this fucking kid so the other part of the bridge fell look yeah well better make it 75 okay yeah just gonna go faster this is funny. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This yeah. movie is not bad. I mean, this is a the, for for the shitty movies of my generation. This one I think holds up more than the rest. Than of the most them. of them do because it's it's just it's not taking itself seriously at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's got a sense of humor about what it is. But you gotta kind of have some fun if you're making one of these things. Do you got? I mean, why are you doing well, any yeah. of this shit? You know what I mean? Like, a, yes, I get it. There's you gotta work. have fun. You're you're in a place where you can suck on Amy Smart's feet in a bus, and and it's your job. Todd Phillips fucking cracked the code. Here we go. This is a Dukes of Hazard. Car total. Oh man. By the way, your car would not go after that exactly. Oh no, it doesn't. If the wheels fall off. <laughs> But then it explodes, and that's kind of where they jump the shark. That's where they jump the creek. You know? God damn it. Oh, it's because the music in the background. Son yep. of a bitch. It's okay, man. Go back to Hallmark. I, I want to see how this this world-renowned matchmaker that she is, which is often a title I, I hear. That Donald Sutherland? Holy shit. But my, my, uh, my agent... My agent, this is or a call on my agent. Oh, look at you! Do, 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 do you know what she? Uh, do you know what she did for seventeen years? What? A professional matchmaker. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> she, I like. I, she's got an interesting personality. You know. I, I, did I, she I, use that as her pitch to you? No, no. She, she. So uh, I find keepers. No, but she. Well, she was also like, "Look at you. You're cute, Adam. Ooh. We gotta find someone for you." Well, and you look know? at you. You're just saying you want to get that fucking. You want to burn that wick. I, I told her. I said. You got anyone in mind? Let me know. I was like, I need the help. Literally need- anyone that walks. Yeah, I was like, if you know anyone, let me know because I, uneven I, I, breasts, I'll take them. I don't care, man. I, you know, some here's one thing I like about getting older. You know, it's like when you're 20, like, yeah, man, she's fucking gonna be so hot and fuck. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. Looks fade. You gotta just enjoy being around the person to a certain extent too. You have to like the conversations you have for crying out loud. Oh, that's why people are having a hard time finding it. Why? It's uh, I have it unlisted. Well, that might be. Listen, you know, you're the tech guy here, buddy. You're the one who wants to broaden the horizons of the show. And if you don't get these, no, I said it. I said it to go to unlist after I hit record. I didn't mean for it to. Is that Amy Adams? (laughs) Oh, the super fans. Okay, so are they gonna kiss here? It's also they look at the charming side of Ireland. Get go to Limerick and see some brawls. Go to a dart contest. People watch darts there like, like it's a stadium event. CJ told me he went there with Sean Flannery, you know, and and and, uh, and the guy who runs Galway Bay, uh, you know, and they went. You go to a stadium. There'll be like ten thousand people watching a dart a dart tournament. And people, I mean, it's like songs are being sung and people are getting loaded. I mean, it's a, he says it's a completely raucous event, you know, because darts are such a, it's such a barroom game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Where Someone, has darts? she been left at the altar? Well, uh, you can't have me. Oh my God. Look at that. Someone just hit a home run. A fucking big cricket game happening. I think, I think it can, well, I don't know if Ireland doesn't play cricket. In fact, I remember I asked an Irish bartender in Amsterdam, well, what is this? I didn't know it was cricket. And he's like, oh, it's, it's British. I don't know. It's called shite. That was, his, that was his line about cricket. They call it shite. 
They don't. They don't want to be associated with the with the British boy. They look at these Hallmark. I think I feel like I know some of these actresses. Like I've seen them before. <laughs> All right, now we're now we're actually gonna get some fucking steam here. Good. Hey, well, that's, that's fine, man. It's all good. So went back to Chicago. You were talking about what you were yeah. talking about. Yeah. Went back to Chicago. Did you see the family? Yeah. For the mostly. Yeah. That's good. So how, how was your dad doing? Was he okay? He's good. Yeah. Well, Hanging in there. Yeah. A little bloated, but you know, weight puts age puts, well, I was going to say weight puts age on you, but yeah. age puts weight on you and vice versa. It's yeah. really, it's yeah. really a, a, <laughs> a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. How you old know? is he now, man? Well, it's easy. He was born in 1960, so he's 61. Fucking, yeah, maybe we got to get him past 65. Once you get past 65, your chances of living to 70 go increase by like because you get a little more benefits and stuff. Or no, what? I think it's just a stat. Penn Jillette said because he uh-huh. lost a bunch of weight, and they said if you if you lose like a hundred pounds and you keep that off for two years, your chances of keeping it off forever go up by like 80 percent. Yeah, yeah. And he also said he goes they and they say. If you can live to be 65, past 65, your chances of living to 90 go up exponentially. Interesting. So like 65 is the breaking point age. Like Interesting. If you can make it to 65, you're good. We got it. Bailey's here. And by the way, James, I'm, I'm sorry. The video was unlisted at first. Uh, that's on me. Do, I apologize. Do you know who died yesterday? At 64, because maybe you think about this at 65, 64. Uh, uh, fucking Hector Elizondo's son? Uh, no, it, it was Mark Eaton, former center of the Utah Jazz. Mark oh. Eaton, seven foot five behemoth, pituitary gland freak, Mark Eaton. Who That, that was the what? one team. That was the one team that, that in, in, in the 80s used to give the Lakers a hard time because Eaton was so big that he actually could he'd mess with the flow of offense for, for, the, for yeah. the Lakers. But look at it this way, guys. You got 42 minutes of show. Yeah, absolutely. To, to, to go back on. on. Absolutely. We were, fucking, we were rolling for 40 minutes. It's uh, And it's pretty amazing. <laughs> hey, this has been a good one. It's flowing. So, yeah. So, you went, did you see? Who did you see friend-wise? Did you go see a show at all? No, I just hung out with the, with the boys in the group chat. So so there like, was I was fighting a little bit of bitterness because I came out during JFL week so there weren't really a lot of spots and yeah. then like a couple of people didn't even like read my messages haven't read my messages for like yeah. 2 years. Yeah. It hurts worse on Facebook when you could tell that they've read it or not. Like emails I get you can yeah. say like oh well I haven't gotten it. Yeah. Um, like you you can be buried by emails a billion yeah. comics email the laugh factory. Absolutely. But like when I directly Facebook message the booker and it's the same message for the last two years. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to be in town. If you got some spots, that'd be great. If not, I'm still going to hang out. Yeah. Hey, I'm coming out for Christmas. Like over because yeah. Todd was like, he just keep messaging him. I go, Todd, it's the same message. Yeah. Over and over again. I know. I know. Like he's not reading them. Yeah. I'm yeah. probably in his others folder. You yeah. know, when like you yeah. get messaged by people that you're not close with and it yeah. kind of just, I'm yeah. probably over there. Yeah. So when I first got there, I was kind of in a like fuck performing out here headspace. Yeah. yeah. So I just chilled with my family for un- until That's Monday. Why you should have gone And there, then man. I went and then I went Monday. I hung out at Cole's with folks and Mike O'Keefe and Kevin Kellum and Dave Phillips. How are they doing? Uh, good. Good. And then I hung out at James's. Uh, and then I basically hung out there all night for my Tuesday morning flight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you flew back on Mark Tuesday? Mark Eaton was almost cast as Bigfoot in Six Million Dollar Man, Robert Whoa! Ponte says. Yeah, Whoa! Andre the Giant, Instead obviously. Andre the Giant. It. 
Yeah. Mark Eaton was almost cast. He, you know what old he was? Dude, he was like 19. The Oakland Raiders were fucking just prime pickings for all those. Oh, for acting? Yeah. Ben Davidson in Conan the Barbarian. Sloth from Sloth, fucking Goonies. Was John Matusak. The he fir- had a career. He was the first overall pick of the 73 draft. He's, he's from uh, Wisconsin. He's from the Oak Park or Oak Brook of, of Wisconsin, south of uh, south of uh, Milwaukee. All right, let's. Were we on road trip? He, he here? also he, he he was great for the Raiders. I, the story about him, I think I've said it before on this show. In 1980, when they played the Eagles in Super Bowl 15, I think he New made Orleans, that up in New Orleans. You making that up? You 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 can't be making stuff up on the chat. Oh, I thought you saw that on, on Wikipedia. No, I'm I'm, I'm going oh, off Rob Aponte. He's well, on Molly and shit. Bull, he's bullshitting us, man. Of course he is. Do you know how quickly we believe that though? I wanted to believe it. Hell yeah! Listen, I you know. You know, I'm gullible too. Not just not just Trump we don't voters, have fact checkers. But but no, with uh, we, we were saying though about uh, about I was in a roll there. We, we were talking about uh, uh, not Mark Eaton, but God damn it, it was a, it was a good tangent too. It's all good. You know what were we talking about before? Before you before you ruined it, Rob. Yeah, yeah but with uh, uh I went back to road trip for fucking watching. Oh, man oh Chicago, do, yeah, doing doing stand up there, and you got to see your family because it's. Like, oh yeah, he hadn't seen him in a year and a half, fucking or a year. Or slept on my you know? dad's couch, got covered in cat hair. It was great. Yeah, you saw your mom, I assume. Yeah, I saw my mom. I did acid, so that was fun. When did you do acid? So I did it on the Sunday before Sunday morning. So we took it at like nine a.m. Who took? And who we tripped it? all day. Me and my best friend Wes from the, my non comedy best friend, the most important best friend. Yeah, absolutely. That's what the trip was good for. It made me realize. Uh, Oh, he's fucking I'm I'm reading the chat here. He yeah. loves us. No, you're not don't don't sad face it. I'm yeah. not yelling at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're okay. great. Yeah, I'm I'm mad with that with myself. Yeah. I'm projecting it on you. I apologize. Oh, here. I gotta be able to maintain my I have to fix the camera. I have to change my battery. I'm going to your camera. You can still talk well, though, Sure, bro. man. Absolutely. It's all good, man. But yeah, so so because the reason why I ask is I actually want to get some LSD. Because you wanna know why? I've taken LSD once in my life. I've eaten mushrooms like 10 times. No shit. I've only taken LSD once. And I'd like to Dude, take you it got again. a trip. That's why you're upset. You've never fucking cracked your eye open. Well, no, I I have with mushrooms. And when I was young, I didn't like it. I I, I didn't like the, uh, the again, the boundary between. I was talking about John Matusak and, 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 the, and the Oakland Raiders. Uh, but what, the boundary, when you take that filter out between your subconscious and conscious, I don't like that. I don't like to. Oh, then you wouldn't like hallucinating. Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, I, I want to with mushrooms, the mushrooms I like body buzz and laughter that, that to me are the favorite psychological nah I, I i don't need that i really don't no but you do well i mean i've done it and i get it and you gotta ride it and it's and I, I could handle it but i just no i get it i got problems i know that you know i, I don't need to be yeah but that's you know? the thing you don't if you're with the right people you won't think about that like oh, you gotta oh, yeah. do I mean, it yeah yeah with it's, it's all environmental I agree. like if you go into it like you can't go into it thinking like oh i'm just gonna think about my problems because then you will you yeah. almost have to like have the right approach. not get roofied but you almost just have to go into it randomly like yeah if i just came over to your house one day with acid like and you just with just took it didn't even think about it yeah and then once it's in your throat you're doing it like yeah. there's no going back so like that's the best i almost think mind frame to be like don't even let yourself think about it let's just yeah, do anticipation. it let's yeah. just do it you got nothing to do all day let's just trip balls well what how long you trip for i mean it's a nine hour ride wow it's a nine ten hour ride, and, and, and it's like the the four fifth hours. Is it the, the peak? Like hour three four, four hours in. Yeah. You think it's like an hour or two? My friend, my friend Wesley is the funniest person on earth. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he, I did the stupid amateur thing where sometimes around the third or fourth hour, we'll 
will like take another hit. We'll judge the situation. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I roll hard. I have kind yeah. of a tolerance. To yeah. It. Yeah, exactly. So I did that around two and a half hours in, I looked at Wes, I go, I think I might take another hit. Cause I only took one before, yeah. which I usually take two and then take a third. Yeah. So I took one and then I was like, let me take one. And he was like, all right, go take one. I took a sip of pop. The acid hits the back of my throat and I immediately like, Just, I, have to, I have to puke. Oh yeah. I, it sat there for a minute or two. Um, but I like to think that just, just the right amount soaked in. Yeah. Cause yeah. I threw up my blood pumped Yeah, and I really started flying. But then two hours later I peaked, I actually peaked and I looked over at my friend and I go, I can't believe I thought I wasn't tripping. And he just goes, man, you think I'm going to get you here in my basement at nine in the morning to trip for two hours? Yeah. I know. <laughs> he was like, we're here all day. Yeah. If again, when you can you see, here's the thing about tripping. And when I was younger and taking mushrooms, you know, I could blow a day. I, I, I feel like I have to do work all the time. I, I, that's just, it's, it's the, it's having worked now for, you know, for so many years of my life, decades that you just, that you can't waste a day like you used to be able to, but you should just be able to just say, Hey, I can do it. You can waste a day. You know? Well, yeah, you definitely have to take time off and especially you, you'd probably need it because you're fuzzy for like a day after. Yeah. I probably have to take like two days off. Trip it's one it's day. mentally exhausting. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're basically having every thought you've ever had at once. Yeah. But like, but shit looks dope. And yeah. you're even, you feel good. Oh, yeah. We watch well, I know the, people who love it. Dude, we watched the Bob Odenkirk Nobody. Everybody here <laughs> in the chat watched Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. It was so good. So good. man. Good for you, man. I, I, I want to. They do that move where they play wispy fucking blues songs while dudes beat the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Please don't let me be missing. And he's swinging up from a fucking bus rail and shit. That whole thing, that, that Scorsese tactic. You know, yeah. Of like, yeah, yeah. That, that we thiefed in my, in my fucking my, my pilot, which again, I, you know playing a lot of you're going to be spending a lot of money on music for this show we'll see man we'll see what happens i mean we're just throwing it against the wall a bit too so but again it got out to three producers this week so i'm you know we'll see we'll see if anything happens you know do you want to rip through the tv guide here a little bit absolutely lead up to break because who is that guy again i'm sorry the guy who's they're they're fucking with right now that his name is fucking dj qualls was he in uh the core that movie, The Core, when they go to the court with Hillary's no. Swank. Who, who, who was the... No, no, no. This was like his first movie. The Core came out like after this. No, The Core came out in the late 90s. No, it didn't. This came, out, this came out before The Core. Did it? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's in The Core. <laughs> when they came out in 03. Okay, this is came out. DJ Qualls. He is in The Core. I thought... Yeah, he, he was... You know the, who else is in The Core? Famous gay actor Stanley Tucci. <laughs> I knew... How about that for a poll, man? And The Core came out like an 05, I want to say. Because what he is, is he's like a, a hacker, man. He's like a hacker. And who my kung fu's... Been, the Core. Well, that, that is... That's earthquake-like. Wait, nobody is a Charles Bronson movie? Oh, no. He's probably just saying because it's... Yeah, it's Death Wish, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's probably what it was. Yeah, well, here's... Yeah. I don't know if i want to spoil it so it's not the, the what nobody does well is it's fine is you're going into it thinking it it's one thing and it's not like you're like so oh, wrong foots you, you pretty think well? like oh they're gonna kill his family or some shit and then you find out that like he comes from like a cia background and like like the movie opens with his house getting broken into yeah and he fucking grabs a golf club and he goes to fucking hit the person and you notice really briefly and subtly that his eyes are darting around and then the next day he fucking listens to a record and he pops the record player down and this dude starts talking to him out of the radio and he 
memorized everything about the break-in and he like something about the tattoo on the girl he knew like yeah so then like it's kind of john wicky because what starts it is his like they steal his little girl's cat bracelet and the whole movie since he's a former cia guy he has to like pretend to be a cuck in life yeah so like his son's all pissed at him for not clubbing the burglar and the neighbors this big swinging dick guy like if that were my family i don't know know. what i do yeah yeah so he's got this kind of built up like remember who i used to be yeah kind of thing yeah so when the daughter loses the cat bracelet he fucking snaps and he just leaves the house and that sets the whole and that's i'm not even spoiling it for you i'm not even spoiling listen don't don't, i mean i I'll see it. Who knows if I'll see it, but it, it sounds like it could be compelling. Dude, yeah. Tom Green's, uh, James Bailey talking about Tom Green's YouTube channel. Tom Green's YouTube channel is great. Like I said, before you came on, we were talking about how his newest video was he was eating lettuce on the street for 20 minutes. Yeah. It was hilarious. Oh, here, here's here's T.A. Creepy. He's playing an older character. Oh. Uh, he's pretending to be black. Uh, yeah, here we go. Oh, uh, Josh, uh, what can I do for you? Um, well, I was in a... He's pretending to be the black teacher. Oh, God. No, I'm okay. It's just... um. Well, I'm in kind of a bind. See, all my notes and books were destroyed. This dude had a so, career for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get a little extension. You know, Maybe take here we a midterm um, a couple days later. Oh, sure. Yes, it sounds like an emergency. Uh, how about an extra three days? Uh, how would that sound? Would that work? Yeah, well, that would, yeah, that would be fantastic. Are you, are you sure? I'm just glad you're not hurt. Yeah, I'm marking it down right now. I, got, I had a cool professor like that. <laughs> I, I had a cool professor. He's not the professor, though. No, he's a TA. Yeah. The he's professor a, is black. Oh, that dude. Oh, that, that was uh, Josh Parker. Oh, yeah? What did he want? He See how good he did? See how he did a nice fucking, oh, I'm Professor Luther Vandross. Yeah. <laughs> what would you, would you like to sing me to sing you a blues song, Josh? Yeah. Uh, is this is this uh, so now the dad of the fucking of dj qualls has found the blown up car and you got matt walsh you got a lot of fucking you got a lot of uh ucb guys fucking that's fucking what's his face man fred ward yeah holy shit he's in that's a big name look at matt walsh i'd say somebody was raped and murdered here matt walsh he's not the trump guy right Who's the guy who went Trump and, and, and was at the insurrection on January 4th? Was there a guy from Mr. Show who did that or a guy from uh, oh, it was from a TV show who actually was caught on film on, on January 4th? He was, he was a comedian guy. He was on like a Mr. Show. He's like a known guy. Oh, Jay Johnston. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was at the riot, the Capitol riot. God. Have you ever seen Soul Man Crow? They're, they're opining about Soul Man yeah, in, yeah, the, in the yeah. chat. You know, I never saw it, actually. <clears throat> I know it was C. Thomas Howell when he was still trying. He was still on that on that Outsiders buzz from three years earlier. <laughs> you know, he had a little career for a while. He and Ralph Macchio were the stars of the Outsiders. Not Tom Cruise, not Rob Lowe, not Patrick Swayze. You know, they weren't the stars. It was C. Thomas Howell and Ralph Macchio and Matt Dillon. Matt Girls of my age, I said this before, Matt Dillon, they rubbed it out to Matt Dillon. They uh, loved Anderson. Matt Dillon. He go. was a fucking star heartthrob of the early 80s. You know? Can you imagine if we, if the forefathers came back and we, and they found out that we used their likeness to sell chicken tacos? <laughs> they wouldn't even Not know what a chicken, chicken taco Not just chicken tacos. Tacos where the shell is chicken. Yeah, they would just be like, I would, I mean, it, this. Oh, we'll watch Soul Man, Rob. It's, yeah. I think I might have it on Plex. If I have, we'll, we're going to take a break in like 10 minutes. Yeah. We take our annual, our, our, our weekly 15 minute. Aponte's never done the live show with us. So okay, okay. at about a buck 15, Aponte, we take a break. I'll look on Plex. If Soul Man's on, uh, we'll watch Soul Man. Aponte's. 
Call somebody that'll. It reminds me of like a, a professor in, or a teacher in school. Pawnee's class, man. I got to do a Pawnee's class. But if it doesn't happen this week, yeah, we're going to go to a Ponte's Lake House. Yeah, bro. That's right. it's going to be fun, man. Uh, but if it doesn't happen this week, it will happen soon. Uh, you know, we have four fans, so we like to do what they say. Actually, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, how you, that's how you build an identity. Yeah. It is how you build a goddamn identity. <laughs> absolutely. People don't embrace their small audience enough. Yeah. I, I, I would yeah. do anything for these two people. Of course. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> I, last week when we, I was the big thing we do is we provide a show. Dude, my sister was impressed. I walked out of the Homewood Metro stop with my laptop uploading the episode. And because my dad's internet is fucking stone age, uh, it took a while. And I legitimately stressed because I told Bailey that the episode would be up by 1030 central and it was up at three in the morning. That's so good. I felt bad. <laughs> I felt bad. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's when you know I'm being sincere when I break out the Chicago accent. Exactly. Exactly. Did you listen to some good Mike North talk radio out there? No, Any but Justin I listened, Fields talk. I listened to that. Well, the, the only Justin Fields talk that I'm at nauseum is, is he going to start in week one? Okay. And I think it's just a, it's obviously the fucking, the, the argument to have because you need content to fucking. Exactly. But th- I think people look too deep in when they say the team because the coaches say like, well, as of right now, Dalton's the starter and we want, you know, Jason or Justin to come into things naturally. Yeah. And basically all that means to me is like we haven't seen him practice yet. The second he starts practicing with the first team and he starts outplaying Dalton in practice. Yeah. You have to start him. Yeah. So like, just let that happen. Stop debating yeah. and stop forcing the, it's like, they just want him Nagy to come out and be like, yeah, no fields is starting week one. Even the NFL, yeah. they didn't have that week one at the LA Rams first game at SoFi with people because they think Andy Dalton's going to start. They oh, did that basically daring yeah. the bears. Hey, start your generationally, start your generational talent. He doesn't yeah. need to sit yeah. for a year because we have the Chicago market and the LA market, and those two markets together is massive. So, uh, oh, Aponte went to yeah. James Hart Junior High in Homewood, probably fucking uh, Homewood. Yeah, Homeywood sprayed a lot of fluids all over those halls, huh? Damn right, man. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the trip to Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I mean, was it any any news from Chicago? Were people still kind of bummed out about the whole? Uh, passing of uh yeah yeah but i didn't kick it with a lot of comics plus i feel they yeah they all it was like a series of mornings yeah. plus now people are like still doing the facebook post yeah it, it's still shaking everything up a little yeah. bit yep. and i think it's it's affecting because there aren't really shows for people to like hang out yeah so i think everybody's just kind of dealing with it in their apartments on facebook it's amazing how many people have died i've known they've died doing st- i mean comedians who've died it's it's just crazy so many so many people you know uh it, it's i don't know if i don't know what it is it, it, it's it's odd to me i don't know by the way we i'm just i'm reacting to the chat too we sure. don't want fan rivalries here don't yeah. be rivals you need to team up yeah and tell people to watch the show <laughs> You know? so is this the sorority house? So like she, she's tracking and- down old girl. So she found out that the tape is Meyer has a girlfriend. So now through Tom Green's bad advice, she went to the wrong college and has told the wrong girl that her boyfriend's cheating on her. So it's a three's company episode. So she said she went, she's, she went to uh, the university of Austin. Uh, that's where they're going. They're going to UT Austin, but Tom Green told her the university of Boston, Boston. Okay. We were together Thursday night. She snaps this wooden thing in half. Twice. And once again, Friday morning. And then I topped him fucking off. (laughs) 
And it was like <laughs> then I polished him off. Then I gobbled his knob. Yeah. I, I was so anti-Greek in college. I'm so glad about that. My my brother just instilled that in me. You're not gonna be a friend. A young crow. And then that's what would happen to me. That's your boyfriend. That's her boyfriend? Yeah. He's been cheating on her. What a fucking scumbag. Well, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she feels terrible. We're at a buck seven. Do you want to take a break, or do you want to go for? You want to take a break? Um, I tell you, I want to because I, yeah, yeah, I like to. Okay, like to. yeah, cool. Um, well, we're we'll gonna ease into it. It's not gonna be immediate. I gotta find. You can go do whatever you gotta do, but I gotta uh, line up some commercials here. What year are you feeling in the chat for commercials? I put commercials on YouTube, Rob. Uh, what 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 are you feeling? Seventies, eighties. What what decade of commercials? What do we got? I can go anything. 70s. We're going to go 70s. We're going to put on uh, 1970s commercials. Um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the first half here. Look at me, just woefully unprepared. Uh, all right. We're going to cut over here. Welcome to my Roku TV. Uh, there really is no seamless way to do this outside of owning a television studio, uh, which you got to bear with me. Um, enlarge that. Okay. Now we can do this. All right. We're going to take a break, guys. The break is starting. We'll be back in 15 minutes. Absolutely. We're going to smoke. 15 minutes. It's popping, it's flippity-flopping. Mmm, and a great bubblegum flavor. So where's the bubble? I can pop it without the bubble. New incredible popping bubblegum. It pops inside your mouth. Hi. Hi, Fred. See how I make fruity pebbles in my fruity pebbles factory? Fruity-licious. And as soon as Fred makes them, I eat them. Fruity-licious. <laughs> Here comes more fruity pebbles, Bonnie. Boy, I can't resist fruity flavor. <laughs> What's so funny? Bonnie! What? You're eating up the fruity pebbles as fast as we make them. Oh, but Fred, post-fruity pebble cereal's part of a balanced breakfast. Bonnie! They're fruity-licious. Why, you never get a fruity new. <laughs> Not a long time ago, a very extraordinary ice was invented. It was cold and cherry and very magical because when you poured water on it, it fizzed and grew into a soft drink so thick and cold you had to eat it with a spoon. And like nothing the world has ever known before, when you ate it, wild and wonderful things ran up and down, in and out, and all over inside you. And that's why today, in honor of that very extraordinary experience, we call this soft drink you eat with a spoon, chills and thrills. I got this Tweety Bird glass at Hardee's. I love it <laughs> because he's so cute. <laughs> I like Bugs Bunny because he's tricky. <laughs> so <Sylvester. laughs> 
for 49 cents at participating Hardee's, you can now buy a big saw drink and a cartoon glass that's yours to take home. I like the Roadrunner, because he's fast. Supplies are limited. Sara Lee introduces new individual Danish. They're so delicious. They're Sara-licious. Three great flavors, each with a fruit or cheese filling. So delicious. They're Sara-licious. There's creamy cheese Danish. They're Sara-licious. And spicy cinnamon raisin with a crunchy streusel topping. They're Sara-licious. <laughs> and new apple Danish. Sara Lee's new individual Danish. Cheese, apple, and cinnamon raisin. They're more than delicious. They're Sara-licious. You can imagine it's the beast from beyond, and nothing can stop it, it's Teron. Wait, the command laser! I stopped him! Uh oh he's on the roof again! Teron! Here comes Super Joe Commander! Just like stopped him! Look! Teron's on the roof again! You can imagine it's the beast from beyond, and nothing can stop it, it's Teron. Teron, the beast from beyond, comes from Command Laser, new from Hasbro, Super Joe Commander, sold separately. For every car in America, Texaco has great gasolines. Gasolines specially designed to give cars better performance and for cleaner air. Gasolines with one of the most advanced additive packages in any gasoline you can buy. Whatever car you drive, you can trust Texaco to have the gasoline that's exactly right for you. are about to see three strikes made the hard way with a different kind of bowling ball the amf impact ke21 <laughs> so much pain punishing power it's almost unfair Wait till Bob sees my evil Knievel hot seat. Can't wait till she'll build my evil Knievel motocross bike. It's tank with evil's initials. It's chain guard with evil's signature. It's bucket seat. It's motocross looks. And it's ID plate that says evil Knievel. Hey, The evil Knievel hot seat and the evil Knievel motocross bike. Assembly required. I said, Wilma, want to go to the beach? And she said, I'd love to. Love? Guess she sort of goes for me. Oh, she won't go for your breath. You need scope. My breath? Bad. Well, scope help? Sure, scope strong. Leaves your breath really clean, fresh. You're right, and it tastes great. Now Wilma will really go for you. Scope helps keep you face to face. Jungle Fred was studying his secret supermarket map, hunting animals for his toaster. Aha! Toast some animals. Cinnamon lions, berry bears, and chocolate-flavored elephants. Chocolate elephants? Capture them! Capture those toaster animals. Now, free in every specially marked toaster animals box, wild funny hot spots that glow in the dark. In the dark! In the dark! Uh, get hot spots free with toaster animals.
muscular disease could turn Arnold Schwarzenegger into a 97-pound weakling. I made you, you know it's true, Mr. Potato Head, I made you. My thing is, nothing else to, Mr. Potato Head, I made you. I made you, you know it's true, Mr. Potato Head, I made you. Mr. Potato Head, a toy you can put together yourself from Hasbro. Mothers, can you remember what it felt like to wear diapers? But we can't. When we wear diapers, we couldn't talk and tell you how important softer diapers are. Some of us wore them washed and I feel snow. That's so. Many of us wore them washed in detergent. They're not a store. Right. right. How come every lady doesn't use ivory snow? What? Want a good deal? Deal? Fly Continental's chicken feed fare. Chicken feed? Yeah, Continental has this special fare. You can save up to 50% if you buy in advance. Sounds interesting. And you can save up to 20% even if you don't. Yeah, but can I buy one and fly right away? Sure, you can leave today. I can't believe I'm the only one who didn't know about this. Advanced purchase has some restrictions. Call us or your travel agent. George, found your turtle and your plane. Thanks, Dad. Can't find the soap. Here. You spill out of soap. Just is different. Makes you feel cleaner than soap. Here's why. Soap leaves a sticky soap film. Zest doesn't. Even after rinsing, soap film's still there. Zest. Some lap. Good clean feeling, too. That shower made me feel great. It's the zest. Try zest. Feel cleaner than soap. If you believe in magic, then I've got a place for you. There's fun at every table with tricks by you know who. There's lots of tasty foods. The food down might be there too. You can enjoy a magic feel. While Burger King makes magic. I doubt it. That'll please you off your feet. Their magic makes it special. When you're with Burger King. American Eagle can go just about anywhere under the sun. Anywhere. Come on. Eagle's automatic four-wheel drive gives me the confidence to take the family to the beach the hard way. Eagle even hauls my boat out of this. Now, I wouldn't try that in an ordinary compact. Eagle's four-wheel drive automatically directs power for the traction to get out where there's nothing but woods. And occasionally another eagle. The eagle has landed on all fours at American Motors. Come get in something to drink. Oh. Two weeks in the desert and you bring us beer? We want something special. Bull! Bull! It's not lickable. It is a special premium brew that's in a glass by itself. What extraordinary taste. Come get in, how can we repay you? Well, Sahib, I do take all major credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain feeling you get right after a foamy shave when your mirror tells you you're going to look like Mr. Terrific all day. That's the foamy feeling. 
And it comes from that clean, close, foamy shave. Come on, get Gillette Foamy. It's the only way to get that foamy feeling. It's no problem getting the redness out of my eyes. All these drops work just fine. They all soothe and clear my eyes. The problem is getting the drops in. So for me, it's Ocusol, because Ocusol's little nose bridge makes it easy. It helps steady my hand, so ta-da, feels nice. The big difference in eye drops is Ocusol's little nose bridge, because you can't get the redness out till you get the drops in. When American Motors introduced the Gremlin, people found out that it doesn't cost a lot of money to own a car that's fun to drive. The idea has spread all over the country. The Albuquerque 8. The Wichita Wiggle. Tallahassee Two-Step. The Boston Bounce. The Chicago Shuffle. Six months ago, coming out with a car the size and price of the Gremlin was a gamble. But American Motors took it. If you had to compete with the three biggest car companies in America, what would you? It's the one on your mind. It's the one of a kind. A Milky Way bar wherever you are. Real milk chocolate. Chewy caramel. Luscious nougat. So wherever you're going, you're never out growing. Your love for the taste of a Milky Way at work, rest or play. It's working! What now, Ralph? My new hot dog machine. It'll make our Franks in half the time. Mom says Eckrich Franks are always meaty and delicious because we take the time to trim our meat by hand. This is faster. Ralph, no shortcuts, no cereal fillers either. Eckrich means good meat from the heartland. And the secret ingredient is Mom. We could mow the lawn with it. Behave, Ralph. Doesn't it Sam? Yeah, this is chocolate and caramel, but how could it be crunchy? Crunchy! Oh, sweetheart, we're gonna blow the lid off this cake. There's something hidden here inside this Twix bar. Look, under thick milk chocolate, under golden caramel, a cookie. A crunchy cookie. I knew you could do it. Tastiest case I ever cracked. Oh, Sam. Twix cookie bars, chocolate, caramel, and a surprising cookie crunch. Kids, we know that going to Sandy's is a lot of fun. But did you ever take a really close look inside? Here's where they make the hamburgers. And here's a thick shake machine. Wow, look at those crispy fries. Just looking around Sandy's is so much fun. It's almost as good as eating. Almost. Sandy's puts the fun into eating out. From all over the neighborhood, adventure team members and equipment arrive for the opening of G.I. Joe headquarters. Flash, a radio message from the tower. 
Adventure team member caught in quicksand. Get the maps. Here's the location. Get going, Joe, and good luck. Back in the tower, Joe signals help on the way. We'll help get there in time. Create your own adventures. G.I. Joe Adventure Team Headquarters. G.I. Joe's and ATV sold separately. Cut. Reload. That's a complicated-looking machine, isn't it? Funny thing is, a lot of people still think that taking home movies is that complicated, too. If that were true, believe me... We're I about to come them. back, guys. Instance, Look at Dick Van Dyke. He was gray then. Is that Dick Van Dyke? For you and me with a Kodak no, cinematic movie camera. You finish one roll of film... Drop another one in. You're all set. How are you doing, Charlie? Okay. Taking home movies couldn't be much easier than that. You ready for it? the break back you in, Crocious? time to start, too. When the kids all right. are growing up, you're on your All right. We're back from the break. Portland is a long way from L.A. It is a long way from L.A. Living in L.A. made me realize how far shit is away. You think San Francisco is right there. It's not. Yeah. No, California is big. This is a big area. It's a country. Yeah. Fifth largest economy in the world. I hear that in your voice every time I fucking say that. Because it's the truth. We're a small country, motherfuckers. So respect our our cuckiness. uh, $3.2 trillion a year is the economy here. That's larger than England and France. Major but, nations. Uh, essentially, welcome to the show. That hour, first hour, that's the podcast. That's yeah, where you just, yeah. you know, you free wheel. But we have, we come here with a point and a purpose. Television news, we have history to speak about. What? But I want to start it off with. And more, yeah. As you know, I feel guilty still about really attacking you for like and, and really looking down on professional wrestling. Yeah, and you've been fucking dipping your toe in it hard with these A and E biographies. Yeah, I, I've watched them, and I, I so and and I don't like them for my reasons I've said before in the show. I, but I watch enough of Roddy. Roddy, I, it's a real guilty pleasure. In the middle of watching, I'm like, I should be writing right now. I should not be watching. Oh, me too. The Randy the Macho Man Everything Savage I biography. Do. Everything I love entails me being like i really should be writing right now you know so but but that's also that tells like if i actually like something though and watch it then i'm like i'm fine i i don't think about writing but i'm watching i'm like this is so it's so trashy and the arcs are all the same but randy the macho man savage i actually have to admit it it was he's the man oh Mach is the man what a no 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 randy, oh, here no, we no, go randy want- the macho man i'm sorry i meant ultimate warrior i apologize i watch i watch ultimate warrior well you talk about wrestling Let's watch this for a few minutes and let's try it again. Let's try our Hallmark game. Okay. Again. But keep going yeah. with the Ultimate Warrior. Absolutely. I, I watched the Ultimate Warrior. I did not realize that he was canceled. And then what he said, they had him recorded <clears throat> at the University of Connecticut. And he was literally saying, like, how much he hated queers and faggots. And it was oh, just like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like he made an off color joke that, like, was no. misinterpreted. Double no, down. No, it was like, no. Went this is full on Dodger GM. I'm like, whoa, man. I mean, it was very jarring to see. I got to yeah. be honest with you. Uh, also, but was also jarring to me was the response of the students. You know, a lot of them were kind of laughing this laugh, like you're a ridiculous human being. But there was one student who was obviously visibly upset and was crying. You should apologize to me. You should apologize to me. And to me, my reaction to that was uh, what you actually do with that is you get about six guys with baseball bats and you kick the living shit out of them. That's actually what you should do. That's how you should respond to that. You don't say you should apologize to me because he shouldn't say that shit. 
it, and it's wrong. He's feeding into people's misunderstandings Don't talk to and my ignorance. Son like that. You know, it's a, oh, you should apologize to me. No, no, no. What you do is you gather six of your friends and you kick the shit out of them. That's right. what you actually do. So we clearly got a girl that's just been around money for the first Probably time. Probably was the plot of this Hallmark was Yeah. <laughs> they're figuring out who they're gonna kick the shit out of. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like that vitriolic. So I'm saying Ooh. she's experiencing money for the first time, uh, and he's like, "See, I told you it was gonna happen this way." Um, yeah, and and she's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's that. So I, I agree. I, I'm guessing we got a snooty family, and she's she's just been embarrassed at the table. That's the mother, the head of the family, and she's embarrassed for how, Annie McDowell? for how her boys are acting. That's not Annie McDowell. It looks see. like her. Yep, it is. It's her. Yep. She's doing a Hallmark movie? Babe, this is the big... I told oh, you. Oh, 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 these oh. Hallmark movies each have like a big whale. They all have one actress that like this is the core actress. This is the big Hallmark grab. Andy <sighs> McDowell is fucking Drew Barrymore for them. I, I mean, She's Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Listen, she so was I married a star. an axe murderer. She, she was she was in <laughs> she was in St. Elmo's Fire. She was the love interest of Emilio Estevez's character. She was in a Sex Lies and Videotape, which was the first uh, Weinstein production that actually went from porn into mainstream film. You know, hell yeah. So she's she's a pretty woman. So not hell yang Weinstein. I'm hell yeah. Yeah, porn yeah. into mainstream. Um, and making that leap, maybe being able to make that transfer. Tracy Want- Lords was your era. You know something? I, I never watched porn when I was younger. No, but I'm saying she went mainstream. Was, but she did oh, yeah, like yeah. indie movies. She also did like episodes of Melrose Place. <laughs> she was in Melrose Place, which is hilarious. Da, you da. Know? Melrose Place at one time was like, that's a popular show. That's a Gen X like guilty pleasure. I remember we had a little tiny TV in our bedroom and uh, me and my sister. And yeah. I used to put on like after I used to mainly watch like Power Rangers and shit. But every yeah. now and again, I'd turn on the TV at night and you'd get like the snow and you'd see like Melrose Place would always be on and shit and fucking yeah, uh, yep. Frasier. Yeah. Melrose Place was Heather Locklear. I remember watching that like in 94, 95. It was grown up 90210. Yeah. It, it, it was like, yeah, you're in your 20s, your 30s. It was their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 90210's it, parents was Melrose Place. Yeah. I actually walked well, I was down more of a 20. Melrose Place, by the way. Is a 32-foot strip of street. <laughs> it's right off Melrose Avenue. Yeah. And it's just all stores. So there's... I don't even think there's apartments. Yeah. So there's yeah. the factual inaccuracy of that show right There away. was a lot of... Melrose Place is a outdoor mall, basically. I had a buddy who wrote a pilot in the mid-90s called Fountain Arms. <laughs> And it was a derivative of Melrose Place. It was the people who lived on Fountain, which is a much lower class, like Speaking a lower of that, brand of person. Let's crack into a little bit of news. Absolutely. It's a good thing. So, yeah, we're but I doing got the, the warrior. I couldn't now. believe it. I was like, it was, he was whatever. Yeah, he now was. we're doing the show, guys. Yeah. Now we're cooking, Bailey. Uh, Stephen King explains why he prefers streaming services to traditional TV. This is kind of big because the traditional Hollywood guys usually stay traditional. Scorsese yeah. hates comic book movies. Yeah. Like you, these old gray headed guys usually do the old gray headed thing. But yeah. Stephen King, he likes to, you know, a guy who tipped the bottle would fucking love streaming. Uh, he was also, you know, a when I, for, I forgot parts, huge parts of my life. And if I was able to go back on demand, <laughs> well, I would just jump at the opportunity there. <laughs> I respect him because I respect his politics. He, he knows that I mean, he knows that uh, that Trump is awful. You know, he is very aware of this and trying to make you know, do his part. To hopefully influence some thinking out uh, there. I don't have to worry about cutting things to fit or end things so they could get uh, to these 
uh, Prilosec commercials. Oh, so he's basically saying streaming services don't have commercials. Yeah. Which we don't hate commercials on this show because that is why we're not kicked off YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, fuck Stephen King on that. Commercials are beautiful. You just make fun of them the whole time. Look at these. Look at eating disorder. Eating disorder. Uh, it's also like corporate guinea pig. It's an African-American. But I don't believe white, that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's a very diverse group of uh they're diverse, but they're unified, and they need better teeth. Yeah, yeah well, to survive in this town. Come on, yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of which, I got a teeth cleaning. Did you do anything like that in Chicago? No, uh, no. I want to hear. No. Yeah, this week in history. This week in TV history. Let's do that. So yeah, do you want to Joe jump right to the? Yeah, that's a good good call. Oh yeah, good sure. call. We have good movement in the TV tables too. We'll get to that. Like sure. NCIS sure. might win the title fucking the voice has been knocked wow. down a peg wow mostly because we're getting better confirmed numbers yep i hear you uh so uh this week in tv history 1956 the last bob hope show airs on nbc now i think it just switched channels because i googled it and the bob hope show it, it goes into the 80s almost oh yeah i remember bob hope doing like Dion sant when we, we would announce the all-american football team in college football like i remember him in the late eight deep late 80s 88 89 doing stuff still still and he was like 90 or something i don't know it was ancient at that time 87 he was so fucking old bob so hope do I mean, you want to watch some eclipse well, of no, the bob hope well we show? should i'm sorry i'm kind of bouncing on here the hallmark movie Oh, well, you so want to hall- finally see what it's about? Yeah. So what's so, your, what do you think it's, so what, let do me you, watch just a little bit more of it. Cause I, okay. I can't form it. You're, you're right. You're onto something about she's marrying into money or has married into money. I, I agree with that. It's a, yeah, it's a wealthy, snooty family. She's trying to like impress the mother. Andy yeah, McDowell. Exactly. Andy McDowell yeah, needs yeah, that, to be impressed. That, that relationship. But the only way she's going to crack this nut is by befriending Andy McDowell. But she doesn't trust her initially. Her guard is up. Rob Aponte so, says any wrestling documentary that doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> and that is true. If you don't shut it off, that's just one more day that you've watched wrestling. Yeah. It's and then just, when you see AEW on TNT television, you'll be like, oh, maybe I'll watch this. And then you'll see Jake the Snake Roberts and you'll be like, oh, my God, I remember Jake the Snake well, Roberts. I watched that one, actually. God, he's, he's a fuck up. But there, again, every he fixed arc his is life. He loves sobriety, dude. Yeah. I made a joke. So he was performing at Chicago Underground Comedy. Which I thought was a joke because he does his one. All wrestlers do stand up. Yeah. Which is uh, which is humiliating. Yeah. As a stand up comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all doing far better than me. Of course. But he's doing Chicago Underground Comedy. I thought this was like an alt gag. Yeah. That yeah. like Jeff Hansen is a wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. And he's just pretending that Jake the Snake Roberts. He, maybe he's going to do a character. So I post a promo where Jake the Snake Roberts was fucking hammered <laughs> and do it one by one. Yeah. <laughs> you got a two. I got a three. You got a four. I got a king. <laughs> deeper and deeper. He's hammered. Yeah. And yeah. he messages me. Hey, I got to pull that because Jake's kind of all about being sober wow. and i was like oh i thought that was a bit like i didn't know I, yeah, I don't think he's actually gonna be yeah. there like uh, yeah yeah so i insulted jake's fucking sobriety that's yeah you know, i saw that one he had a decent one interesting one but yeah it, to me it's like if they would have had a union just the body of or she's the money bailey makes a good point bailey says maybe she's the money and she's having the the 
poor family over her face is okay so let's let's get into it let's let's click it okay okay yeah coretta thought she'd left the her southern roots and troubled family far behind until her mother lures her home as she repairs the family beach house and renews old acquaintances the rhythms of the island open her they love they (laughs) sorry the people who watch uh, all mark movies it's it's the person coming no, back to their not. town, you know. That, that's very much well, a theme, you, gotta, you know. Yeah. Of like the emotions of going back to your or town, you know. If it's if they've been there, they're trying to leave desperately. There can, a lot of the ones with Candace Cameron, yeah, uh, Kurt Cameron's sister, DJ Tanner, yeah, uh, she's another big whale get for for Hallmark. <laughs> Whenever she's on it, she's it's she's rarely going somewhere, but she want like. I have an internship in New York yeah, and I yeah. live in fucking Kentucky, Tallahassee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arizona. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's either they want to get out or they're returning. Why you want to leave here? Yeah. You got everything yeah. in this 32 square mile area. You know, it's, you know, and, and Addie McDowell, again, I want to hear it again. I want to hear it because I want to make sure I really understand this. If we can go through it again. What, the movie? Yeah, the movie. You want to go through the plot again? And then we get the plot again, too, yeah. Coretta thought she'd left her southern roots and troubled family oh, far okay, behind. Okay, okay, talking to her mom, yes. Uh, until her, yeah, so it's about the mom and her. It's about McDowell and this yeah. this broad here. I didn't come here to fight. I know, sweetheart. Oh, my God, is that fucking... Uh, <gasps> Minka Kelly, that's my fucking tired. That's fucking... Uh, Old girl from Friday Night Lights. Jesus, man, they're they're pulling a few names. They're yeah, like, she she was with Derek Jeter. Wow, they got a little bit of Jeter stank. Wow. Fucking wow, radiating. So, w- from what us. was her beginning like breakthrough? Like oh six then? Minka 05? Kelly. Yeah, yeah, we, probably. We, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And she's doing this. And then Adam Megan Mc- Fox is like the she's like the poor man's Megan Fox. Megan Fox overtook Minka Kelly so hard. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I have mixed feelings on Megan Fox, and, and frankly, I rarely think about her. <laughs> so here's something back to TV history. Yeah, here's something yeah. quick we can. Uh, so so neither of us were really close in that. In one. 1986, <laughs> share. Yeah, we weren't. We're on we polish. We're on polish. We're both. Yeah, it's a good game, but we're bad at it. Yeah, I think we should watch a little bit more. For you the know, future. the creator of Monopoly isn't isn't necessarily the best at Monopoly. <laughs> he created the game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, so here we go. Uh, oh fuck! What happened? I'm loading up this video here. So this is the anniversary of Cher calling David Letterman an asshole. I remember. God, this was a. Mo- I was. So let's pull this. This up. is 1986. Yes, I was 17 years. 17. Old. Were you hot for Cher? No, you I, didn't I, like it. I didn't. I. I'm a heterosexual man. Okay, and Cher, Cher is not <laughs> ugly. Cher. There, she looks a little tuned up. I mean, she was. A huge actress in the mid '80s, huge. She won an Oscar for Silkwood, best supporting actress. She made like a lesbian hairdresser, you know. And Kurt Russell's right, in we're that. We're gonna have to and, watch uh, through this. And Meryl Streep, Karen. When Oklahoma, basically a, a <laughs> it was incredible in the early '70s. Oh, the they fuck? killed a worker. A, a nuclear power plant killed a woman who who was reporting a nuclear power plant to the uh, regulatory authorities, and then they closed the plant like a year later. But they killed her because she was she was basically exposing. See, them. yeah, shares shares hotter now than she was back then. Do you believe in love? <laughs> I wonder if you think about. Oh, I, I finally found someone. <laughs> 
All right, we're to having be, this is my dream to be a dra- drag impersonator, heterosexual man, drag impersonator of no dude. Uh, I finally oh, found sure. someone. Yeah, she to, found the gays to fucking oh, follow her endlessly into the night. Love share. They love share. No so we're having uh, the websites are loading a little slow here because I finally found someone. Uh, <laughs> She's I'm sorry. I find her kind of ridiculous, but she was a good actor. She was a moonstruck. I mean, she she had she had a good. I mean, she had a streak the, here. how is the stream going for you guys? Because my Internet here on this end is I, wonky. I, it's uh I wonder when she like started to kind of well mask. She did mask moon. We're gonna go back to TV. Silkwood. Silkwood was her breakthrough. That's when she was taken seriously as an actress because she that was her breakthrough kind of because she'd acted before that. But oh. I got fired a couple of days ago. See, we got to watch it for like two minutes because I mean, we, we, we were know what it's setting. about. Yeah. No, 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 but I'm just saying for the game, for the rule. Yeah. We know what it's about now, but we would have been able to figure out, oh, they're in the South. The South would be. Hell yeah, they're, they're in the, the South. They're just out, I guess, they're doing some catfishing or something. That's what the family does, you know? They just. <laughs> if I could turn back time. <laughs> if I could find the way, I'll tell you no. <laughs> yeah. See that song's great. Mask sh- mask era share. Oh yeah, she was a star. She was pretty then. Uh, she was a star. Because they had to make her look all like a gang of fucking bikers wanted to rip her apart. She uh, she was well cast in that. I remember seeing that in the theater. Uh, uh, mask is a good movie. I think mask. That movie is, scared the living fuck out of me. Uh, uh, for me, as a kid. For me, it was uh, Elephant Man. Elephant Man was that for me. That's yeah. My dad hates Elephant Man yeah. too. Well, if you watch Elephant Man now, and I'm being dead serious about this. And correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Uh, it's as sad. It's as sad of a movie as Schindler's List. It, it, it is almost as sad. You're like, it is such a sad. Anthony movie. Hopkins doesn't play Elephant Man, right? No, no, no. It's John Hurt, yeah. English British actor, died a couple years ago. Uh, Anne Bancroft is in it, and it's about yeah, you know, a guy was you know massively deformed in 19th century fucking All right. Victorian England. Needless to say, now not a very on. nice place. Now it's on, boys. But but he was all it was kind of an uplifting story too in its own way. But it's really sad. Elephant Man is sad. You got to see Elephant Man. I don't want to fucking get popped for fucking Paul Schaefer's bullshit music. Yeah, Letterman was a god to me. He his he your fucking Conan's. teeth. His fucking upper teeth. Yeah. That's all the, on Tiny Toons. They made fun of him, and it was just all just an upper set of fucking. Yeah. Chompers. It was you were telling me he was like, I guess he's super insecure about his show every single time. He, he just, can't. He doesn't let people walk down the hallway. So we're gonna go three minutes in at three fifty-seven. Like I was saying earlier, the Today Show was on a cruise somewhere, and we're God, he's so young here. So we get. Uh, now, now, do you live in New York now? You live in California. Now, Jay Leno, he's a piece of shit, right? What if every interview? Have you been here? Since Leno October. was great on Letterman. <laughs> in a hotel since October? No, I've been. Uh, I've I've been in a hotel for actually the last couple of months. Uh huh. <laughs> and you want us to cover this? <laughs> did Did we agree to pay for part? Yes. <laughs> is Is that right? No. <laughs> See, he would do that. He'd mess uh, okay, with the so corporate structure. He He, he was alternative. Absolutely. What What was the re? I mean, you You must have had a change of heart about something. No, actually, I don't know, because I thought that I would never want to do this show with you. Now, why? 
Now let's let's uh, explore this a little. Why? Because he was kind of a dick. Because he thought I was uh, uh, an ass. <laughs> That was a huge moment. This fucking twat. <laughs> that got a huge response. They're of course not booing. They're just chanting, share, share. <laughs> he pulled that out well. I mean, he's yeah. a, he, I, I, he was a true hero for me. So that happened. True comedic hero. True comedic Doesn't hero. Doesn't that add more flavor to the history, though? Uh, yeah. Like, exactly. See, that, I don't remember that letterman. I remember, oh, I remember that well. His teeth deal. weren't his teeth weren't even that far apart by the time I got to David Letterman. The one I don't remember that everyone talks about was when Andy Coffin was on it. I was still too young because his show started in eighty two. I was like twelve or thirteen years old. I just didn't really get it. I didn't really start getting Letterman until I was sixteen. Sixteen and seventeen. My, my brother, I mean, in college, if you were a college student in the mid eighties, Letterman was like it was a like Conan O'Brien until the late nineties or something. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, it was very much that same sort of like he was an alt guy. You, you were hip if you liked Letterman, and and. and and that's what turned me on to him. And I started getting the jokes of it. Like when I look at him, he was an early comedic inspiration for me. And uh, and look where it's taking me. <laughs> also, guys, I mean, Aponte, if you want to be the president of the podcast, that's fine. He wants to be the president of the show. Absolutely. But he says, I don't mean to pull rank on Jake. His name is James. You got to know the name of your constituents if you want to run them. <laughs> so I think that loses you the election. I think we need a recount. <laughs> for the president so yeah i uh I'll, i wonder who's gonna be on biography this week i have to admit it I, i'm not gonna watch Ooh. it i'll be going to a it might be coming party. to an end i think this might be one of the later ones i don't know how much they're doing yeah because well it's also because it's just the same story what do we got the uh, last uh, 15 road trips so check this out here's he's gonna break down we all drove down here together what this dude's still playing that role. explain to me how the friggin' car got blown to hell Oh, it's Fred Ward. Well, see, it was stolen. That's right. It was stolen. Tell, tell him, Kyle, wasn't it? Uh-huh, exactly. Stolen. It's Fred Ward. What th- about the damn credit card? I thought it was the print. It was in the glove compartment, from, uh, and that was stolen, Breakfast too. Club. So he's making up because they bought a bunch of shit. They stay at a black fraternity. Uh, he falls in love with a big, giant black girl. They show that at the end. I'm not mad. Come on. You're going That's the girlfriend. The- Josh? What if he blew a fucking hole in her chest? That's what I want to make a movie. We're like something. I've talked about how like 20 minutes in someone dies. The main character dies and then it's just an hour of credits. That's a movie I want to do. But also one like this where it's a comedy the whole time and then he turns around and he fucking blows her head off. And just for the last 20 minutes, it's Josh being inconsolable. Just a completely different ending to a movie. Just a mess. Just wild hogs that bitch. You ever see the movie Wild Hogs with Tim Allen? Of course I have. That was supposed to be a hardcore R-rated comedy. And then they edited it to be a PG, like PG complete 13. family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God's amazing. Tim Allen was supposed to grab those fucking knockers in it. I, and that used to be a joke about an opening joke. You want to know when you're getting middle aged? When you watch the mild, wild, not, not when you're ever receding hairline. Remember that? Not when you, the libido doesn't work like it yeah, used to. Phillips, Bad yeah, joke. Todd Phillips did direct this. What, what was Reitman's association? Was what? it his production company? It was, yeah, he produced it. He produced it. Because Reitman, I think if he, he, uh, he directed Ghostbusters. It was the opportunity right? for, say, from the from the people that brought you Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. That, that sold this movie a lot. I'm sure. Because he's also was the stoner and clueless. So this was one of the first times, yeah. like, Breck and Meyer is going to speak words. College? Yeah. Yeah. The window he's still of had a career going. So she's going to break up with him. 
She hasn't even seen the tape yet, and she's about to break up with him. Ugh. It is? I, I, do you want the true spoiler? Yeah, I do. The yeah. tape is just Tom Green staring at the camera. He, like, replaced the tape. So they, they it ends up being they went down there for nothing. Uh, but but he, but he gets an honest response. Yeah, they end up real like because the Does whole he realize that he should also break, they I forget we passed through this. They've been together since they were like five years old. They're like childhood couple. Oh, well, that's a little odd. Yeah. <laughs> then, then now it got we weird. And that's, and that's was, part of what she said. Like we're in college. We've been together forever. Do you know anyone who married their high school sweetheart? Hello. Yes. Yeah, not even high school. My two people I went to high school uh, to middle school with, they started dating when we were in eighth grade, tail end of seventh grade into eighth wow. grade, and they are married. He's got a fucking great job. He rehabs houses. He posts pictures of like staining staircases. He yeah. so they got like eight kids. Like they're great. Good for it's them. It's like a true blue. Good for them. They've been man. together for like twenty seven years or something like wow. that. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, you know, good for them. Since they were like 12. She was because that usually doesn't work. He was right? a couple of years older than us. He was like a he was like a held back eighth grader <laughs> and we were like legit seventh grade. <laughs> so he was like he had puberty. Obviously, he was like one of those guys. Who he was had a like little kinda, bit of a mustache. He yeah. had a little tiny mustache. Yep. But he was cool. Like it wasn't like it was different. Like they were a legit couple. He yeah. wasn't like. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was fucking, you know, tapping that shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Well, that young, couples again so young seventh me. grade was when couples started to have sex here we go which is too cuts young. off look at that yes, phone that you. phone is such a relic from my fucking childhood yeah. yeah we were all about being able to see through the cases of stuff yeah 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 that was a weird little phase that i never we want to see the inside we want to break through the the walls god gotta see through the walls man god I remember what that. the hell is this? Hey, Ruben, I can see myself on the TV. I think it must be wild. <laughs> yeah. And so he's been saved. But she's breaking up with him? She already did. And what was her reason? Uh, because they've just they've been angry. together forever. Okay. And they okay. need to, like, explore. Okay. Like, we're here. We're growing here we in go. different pretty directions. Much. Here we go. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, loser. You always have sex with the girl one last time before you break up. Everyone knows that. You it's do. Not like that. You I do got to see through. That's what my experience is. My been. sister had the one that was like totally clear, the corded phone. Yeah, from the nineties. Yeah. I don't think so, Kyle. So here we here we go. Check this out. Exactly forty six hours. So I got to get back. Although I'm gonna fail anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But which class was it? Ancient philosophy. Well, I could teach you ancient philosophy in forty six hours. You can. Yeah, I can teach Japanese to a monkey in 46 hours. The key's just finding a way to relate to the material. Do you know a guy who's like a savant like that? Who no. like I went to the university. I know of Chicago a couple people. It's not quite like with, with book shit, but a dude where like you say something off the hook, and they're like, "I could do that for you." Yeah, and they get like, "Yeah, it's totally easy." Like I used to say weird shit about like, you know, if only I could get two computer screens and like not have them be two separate things but like meld them together yeah. and i knew trailer trash that was like 
I could do that for you. <laughs> Go to Menards right now. We'll buy two fucking. You, all you got to do is buy some cellophane wrap, <laughs> and you fucking melt it in the microwave, <laughs> and then you have to fucking sheet it out. Great process on your back porch, God. and then you let it dry for forty six <laughs> hours. Like it's this whole but you, like ordeal. But you'll be saving like a hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. I know. <laughs> wow. Thank you for using your brain power for that massive victory. You know. Yeah. God, that's hilarious, man. Just philosophy. So Amy Smart calls in a bomb threat, the blonde bombshell. Oh, to give him more time. Yeah. That's why she's. That's why you suck on a girl's toes like that on the bus. We missed her. Todd Phillips makes his cameo. He legit because she's. You know how she travels to different colleges yeah, to yeah, meet yeah. up with them. So she's sleeping on a bus, and her bare feet are hanging off the edge. And Todd Phillips, a random bus passenger, starts licking, like sucks on her toes. Well, but, but, she then, but then up. when I shame that, why do you keep bringing it up then? I'm not shaming it. Well, so it obviously means something to you too. I'm shaming that. I'm not shaming being into feet. I'm shaming being into feet and then slurping on them when you see them in public. Well, yeah, that okay in public. Exactly. Exactly. There but it's go. to set up a scene where she goes, aren't there any guys that are just normal? And that's like for the trailer. It's yeah, the yeah, big trailer. Yeah, like they use. Yeah. I remember seeing this trailer and they specifically use that scene. So yeah. how'd you I've do? Tried to be Look at normal. those clogs. I wear those when I work oh, at Tender Green. Pretty good, actually. You did? She's way um, too skinny. She needs yeah. to gain some weight, man. She actually looks really unhealthy. Like, she's literally... When you're skinny on film, she is a tiny woman. You know what I mean? Like, she's... You, you, do you know what I saw that looked terrible? Your mom? No, no, no. Yeah, man. Oh. You know what I saw that looked terrible? Uh, was it Tara Reed? Yeah, she looks bad. Oh, man. I saw her from a distance from CJ's balcony. Like, this is... Probably a year oh, she lives ago. there, right? She lives across, like across the pool, or like a pool. Do you guys area. throw Hershey's kisses at her? And, and and from like the fifth floor, I'm eat like, this. I'm like, that's Tara Reid, and she, you can tell from a distance. You're like, ooh, she doesn't look good. Like she's that's, way oh, guys like, coked out, skinny. You know, Crow's being real when he when he starts talking. Exactly, because like well, it's just like you know, it's like you know, I, I don't want a bad mom. I don't want anything bad. Oh, <laughs> oh, they cut that out. That's when the credits roll. He just makes out with that mom through the credits. And Good they get Stoner's all upset. That great road trip we just had. But yeah, with the Well the he that's years so the movie is Tom Green recanting it. Like he's giving a tour of the college and he says this they're or like this college it. this college is boring. It's the University of Ithaca. Yeah, and okay. he was like, the University of Ithaca is the greatest place in the world. And he was this is the setting for the greatest story ever told. And is that how they set it up? Oh, that was yeah, the end. Yeah, no, that's how they set it up. So <laughs> the so the movie is Tom Green telling his tour about like Tell, telling the audience this yeah. is the greatest story. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. My buddy Josh. Yep. So yeah. Uh, so Aponte, we don't have to zoom. We're on doing the show live on YouTube. This I, is the drugs. I, I, I want to hear. I want to hear. More of this week in TV, TV history. Oh, yeah, we're going. So it was yeah. Johnny Carson's final appearance. You want to get a little taste that. of this? Absolutely. I actually did not. I had just moved to Chicago. Oh, my God. I mean, we literally got this two, too. two weeks, at, maybe 10 days after this. I had a. My grandpa died like a day after Johnny Carson died. Now, the tension has been building in the last few minutes as we await Countdown the final to Johnny. Johnny Carson show. And uh, so people have been practicing now. You have to forgive us. But we've been working to cue you. We're a little gay. So in just a few minutes, we're going to turn around now. They literally tried try making this, this an event. I mean, it was an event. But I mean, you have to, I mean, the and, last uh, 10 years of Carson, so, uh, dude, he airmailed that show in. He airmailed that. 
Oh yeah, he I mean, had, it was like, well, he had divorced his wife. He probably just needed I, to pump I, cash into that alimony I, at some point. I, I think that he had four or five different wives, and one of them in particular soaked him for like a ton of money. I was thirty six years. We're gonna do a fucking montage again. Jesus fucking Christ! He's just back there being a tyrant. I want to hear this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess again, he and Ed McMahon, I guess, were totally good friends in the sixties and into the seventies. But by the late 70s, early 80s, I guess they just totally. I heard this story that Johnny's son died. Yeah. Uh, and he did a show and he talked like, I guess he talked about it. He was talking about it during the show and he told old boy, his producer, Glenn or whatever the fuck, the yeah, famous yeah, producer, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Gelman exactly. of his time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically told him, like, let me go. Like, don't worry. But old boy thought he was about to cry. So he cut to commercial during Johnny's fucking thing, Ooh. and Johnny never forgave him. Ooh. Like, let him work on the show, but I guess after that, like, they were done. Well, what, no, I'll but, never talk to that Jew again. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what, the, but that wasn't related to Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon was Rob, his name kick. is James. It's not Jake. Uh, but but the, Ed McMahon was a sidekick, and they, and they were good friends. But I guess just through the court, I guess he would rip on Ed McMahon a lot. Like he was very cutting. Again, like when the cameras were off, he was a very kind of like sarcastic, biting guy. Uh, Johnny Carson was. Yeah, you know, he could be Jake. Yeah, you're right. James Webb is James. So yeah, look at these. <laughs> on the James Bailey on the show, you're Jake. See to me. Uh, late seventies Carson was when he was at his height to me. He was at his. I don't. That's like an unheard of level of like that that picture of Carson. Like you only see that in books about the history of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Look at the peacock. Look at that. 80s. Yeah, I remember that. No, that was seventies, dude. Here's Israel. Well, yeah, it was in New York. When did he go to L.A.? I think it was I in was, L.A. first. No, 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 no. It was in New York. It was in New oh, York. Oh, the seventies. That's in a book I read. Yeah, yeah I think it was early seventies. Because he just fucking slurped up the comedy store yeah i think it was, he legitimately just sent a booker there and was like book comedians yeah God. and then i'll hold my their fucking careers on the tip of my thumb can you literally imagine, i mean what the, thumbs up or do you know i'm like fucking caesar out there telling jokes and yeah, smushing careers yeah kingmaker i think it was 72 they went to burbank or 73 uh i get yeah Dude, Aponte's all on Molly in the chat. Was this? This was the last episode. 1992. This was 92. This is during my lifetime. This is just on the cusp of like my outside trauma memories. This was the Trailblazers Bulls series was going on with this. See, I don't remember that I remember that. I had moved to Chicago. I just graduated from college. I only remember Jay Leno. How sad is that? I only remember Jay Leno. Yeah. Because Carson was a Carson was a legend. No yeah. doubt about that. He was. I mean, he was, I, I guess in the late, you know, NBC was the third network back then. CBS the number one. The, it was the butthole. It was, yeah, yeah, it was. It was before Fox. Uh, but the Carson, you know, it, this show, Tonight Show, it, it made 20% of the revenue for NBC. I like the idea. <laughs> one fifth of the revenue, I guess. You know how the hosts will do the, like, they'll take a drink of water. They'll do something during the applause. Yeah. I like the idea that he does this long drawn out thing pulls out of bed, sets his sheets, and then just blows his fucking head off on live TV. God, are, uh, Jesus, that's dark. Studio, so emotionally high from last Have you night. guys ever heard of Bud Dwyer? <laughs> Robin Williams and Bette Midler for last night for giving us a next to closing call. I want to thank them. 
The cigarettes have taken a toll on my voice. This show I mean, tonight is our farewell show. It's going to be a little bit quieter. It's not going to be a performance show. And one of the questions... I'm phoning this fucker in. You know, usually these things are big galas and you put a lot into it, but not old Johnny. God, this was... Old so entertainment was still around. That tape you just saw, make it run backwards. I'd like to do the whole thing all over again. It has been... So fuck it. I'm coming back 30 years. Fuck Jay Leno <laughs> and Dave Letterman. They could both... I'm sitting on their faces right now. Yeah, he... Uh, a lot of fun. Um, again, as an entertainer, it's 20% of the revenue. my life, and I cannot imagine finding something after I leave tonight in television that would give me as much joy and pleasure... And as cheating on my wife, yeah. which I did 47 times he, over the he years. He was... Uh, That's twice a year. He's also... He was a total L.A. legend, man. Like, he was you a know, fucking L.A. legend. Those layovers in Fresno. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> See one more story about my leaving the show. <laughs> yeah, Johnny's good because you can do him anything as long as he yes. is being aggressive. <laughs> I went into a library today. <laughs> Checked out what, a couple of books. What was good about with, him is he was a good listener. This kind of publicity. Seriously, he's a good listener. Uh, the press has been very decent and honest with me, and uh, I thank them for that. And uh, Ooh, here we go. Look at this fucking gay hater. Good for you. Has to taste boring. Know what our answer is? New Chick-fil-A grilled in lights. That's right. Those, those vegetarians They're who live like in San Jesus. Francisco. What if it was Christ who on wants the cross? You to eat <laughs> who wants you to eat vegan food? They're the wrong. Taste. It doesn't taste good because you're stupid. You need to eat nothing but <laughs> carbohydrates at all times. <laughs> and make sure you get t- type 2 diabetes, okay? Make sure you get that. And then when the pandemic hits, you know, 600,000 of you die. Miatas from Red Center Mazda. Miatas were big in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, that, that was kind of like, that, that was the Fiero. It was, the Fiero was for the my 80s. Fucking, yeah. We, we fucked with a Fiero as teenagers. My friend Chunk had a Fiero. God, that's such a fucking 80s car. It's so bad. It, it was very not fucking, you fit two people in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Big savings, big quality. At Med you thought you were cool. Big savings, big quality, small dicks. <laughs> Yep. That was Look at him sitting there. I'm going to sit here the whole fucking time. This is a strike. I'm going on strike. This is what's going to happen. Over the, uh, You're going to fly this fucking television show to fucking Guam, and we're going in. Every profession. You ever hijack a television show? Politicians, writers, and so forth. What we have tonight are just little images. We pick these things out. Uh, just to show you, these are not long sketches like we do on our anniversary show. We just wanted to give you a sense of some of the foolishness that has happened on this show in the past 30 years. Uh, are they going to show the hatchet? What the a tr- fucking the hatchet. Here's what we're going to do for my last show. We're going to show old show. <laughs> what a fucking hack job, dude. He was done. He should have just oh, yeah, given yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, he probably did it for like 10 years too long. Certainly fine. Oh, here we go. I'm more interested, so we'll you go talk into to Richard Nixon. We'll go into the well, end well, here. What, 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 what are you, Nixon? I want to see what even Nixon said. I, I, I just, I got to no, go I back I to it now. No, no, I'm sorry, dude, but I, I thought it would be kind of interesting. But that's okay, dude. No, no. Let's watch Bob Hope. Oh, I thought that was fucking Rodney. So thank you. This was three days this after This is so Chicago. 80s. Yeah, even though this is... I love how that they think that's the funniest shit ever that they sang well. Yeah, yeah. 
Isn't this a delight, Bob? Which is old entertainers, you know? Just It is people, the sunsets of their career. Isn't that amazing? I'm sitting here just face-fucking you guys. <laughs> just not doing it, giving an effort. To America's most popular movie. Get down, get down! I think we ought to change up. They're going by Man. Is this three? By motorcycle. This, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, three. I never saw three. Never! Right? James Bailey agrees. What a lazy last show. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know. Fucking Leno's behind the curtain. Just ready. (laughs) Come on, Johnny. They they totally changed it. The next night, they totally changed the set. And Jesus Jones played. (laughs) We're going to get a dwarf on golf. I thought this was going to be a dwarf on golf infomercial. Remember Dorf on golf? Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. I remember that. Absolutely. By the way, I watched some of the PGA Championship last weekend. Good thing with, Phil Mickelson Phil fucking Mickelson? Ponzi scheme got away with being in a Ponzi scheme. He did? Wow. Yeah. He did some insider trading shit and everybody that was, everybody but him went away for it. My Uncle Ed hates Phil Mickelson because of that. Interesting. Hates his guts. I, I know like the, the course they played on, the course they played on was like. Hold on, we gotta hear the song. Unbelievably hard. This is 1992. Yeah. God, but it looks so old. Dude, I remember this commercial so fucking hard. God, it looks so dead. Well, you know, you uh, finally gave gave me it's it's you know you gave me my annual birthday blowjob yesterday, so I had to owe you that too. (laughs) I got my only blowjob you'll actually give me all year on my birthday. All right, let's go. I like that scene in the uh, uh, pilot to uh, who the fuck is that? It's Joe Cocker. Joe, Joe Cocker's Cocker. gonna come on and have a fucking seizure. Wow, let's see what he has to say, man. Joe Cocker. Oh no, we cannot. This? We cannot hear what Joe oh, Cocker right. has you to say. You can't. Z- it was a ZZ Top. Do you want to go th- just see oh. some fucking musical acts? You want to flip through some musical ZZ acts? Top gag. <laughs> it's still Yo Yo Ma. Ma. Uh, I gotta talk over. He's this. still doing this. He's can you stem- imagine if Yo Yo Ma has fucking? Yeah, we can show that. It's fucking YouTube check. Pavarotti. <laughs> he was amazing. He had an amazing voice. Oh, here we go. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Hell yeah. God, he he died in Wisconsin. Fucking ZZ Top stinks. They were, they I were, hate ZZ Top yeah, so hard. Yeah, the, the, there's certainly a, to me. Girls in <laughs> pants. That's whatever <laughs> song's about. Sometimes the pants are tight. And she we got legs. Yeah, a lot of like, stri- like, like I think of country strip clubs like Porky's. That caliber of strip club played a lot of ZZ Top. Played a lot of ZZ Top. Well, for Christ's sake. Look at him. We were just nuts wearing the beard. Wasn't that funny? We were great, weren't we? What? So he just sat down for a little bit and now he goes over to the desk? Going over the desk. This microphone hasn't worked ever in front of me. This is airmailing it. Cad EO 100S. Is this doing like a gag ad? other people up for that job. Well, look, Star Search is really kicking off. I got this Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous show. Star. I mean, he did. He, uh,. I'm bigger than you, Johnny. I'm going to blow your fucking brains out after this show ends. Again, they didn't, I guess they didn't talk the last 15 years. You, me, in the fucking parking lot, Johnny. Can you imagine being, but just, it's just a job. You just don't like the person, but it's, you got a lot of money coming in. Oh, it's so fucking soulless. 
And is not hip is not to know the meaning of the word hip. Believe me, folks. <laughs> My grandparents were probably bawling. Oh, my grandparents were big fans of Carson. And, and my parents were too. So what's up? Are we done with this? Do you want to go to the end and see what he looks yeah, like? Sure, sure, get yeah. some emo- If we get some emotions from this old crow. Oh, look at the virtue signaling from uh, Doc Severinsen. What, what, what's that about? No, no, that's, that's a, not. That's a Nazi flag. But, uh, I'll be with the Phoenix Symphony okay. Orchestra and the Buffalo Philharmonic. Uh, but before we leave here, I, I want to thank you, Johnny, for saving I my life. I guess they were actually pretty good Such friends. Joy. And I... Uh, it's gonna be Magna V8 outholes. Like they were good buds. Severinsen and him were good buds to the end. And well, I've been. How do you feel? I've done nothing this whole show. <laughs> and so it has come to this. I uh, am one of the lucky people in the world. I found something I always wanted to do, and I phoned it in for the last fifteen years. <laughs> I want to thank. The gentleman who shared this stage with me for 30 years, Mr. Ed McMahon. Mr. Doc Severinsen. I've never shown Doc on TV until now. And this no, no, is the he first was, time. He always said Severinsen jokes. I can only tell you that it has been an honor and a privilege to come in here. ZZ room. Top wrote a song about LaGrange Road. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that, that's, that's her hit. That home <laughs> out on LaGrange. How, oh, oh, how, hey, hey. Have you ever heard that song? Yeah, but I didn't know that was about the LaGrange Road. No, it was not. But it was about on I fifty five. It's about West Texas. West Texas. Tumbleweeds coming up to Stevenson over there by the quarry. (laughs) You get on LaGrange Road. Is that? Look at that fucking. Is that the Native American that accepted the award for Brando? (laughs) Look at this crowd. This is like not even the audience. They're showing. I remember thinking the nineties was a new time. But it still looked like the 80s. It's, yeah. It, you know, again, Kurt Cobain, he kicked the door. Johnny knew it was over. You only knew it was over when Arsenio Hall was So there. we got a 19, ooh, unavailable. Yeah. <clears throat> there was a 1995. Here's the big one, though. Yeah. 1963, yes. NBC purchased yes. the rights to the AFL championship game. This is not, oh, still on a, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, man. Yeah, you, you, you couldn't download it. Damn, because I think the 63 AFL championship game was Chargers-Oilers, I want to say. I could be wrong. Uh, the Oilers were a force in early AFL, uh, but the Chiefs, the Chiefs, Jets, and Raiders were the best teams of the AFL. The Broncos stunk. The Chargers were I- inconsistent. The Bills had some good moments. As did the Oilers. Fucking Jack fucking but the Bronco, Frisco The Broncos were, the, were the worst team of the AFL. The Broncos were the worst team of the AFL. They, they didn't make the playoffs until 77, the year I... Look at this. It matched the San Diego Chargers against the Boston Patriots. Oh, Boston Patriots. It was the Patriots. Wasn't that the original, like, K-Gun Chargers? They had, like, the fucking... Uh, yeah, well, the, there's a famous guy, Sid... Lu- not Sid Luckman. Sid, not Sid Gilman. Sid Bream. God, no, not Sid. There's there's a famous... Like, the West Coast offense truly started with them. Uh, Lance Allworth was a very good receiver for them, I believe, at this time. He's in the Hall of Fame. He also played for the 72 uh, Cowboys with, with Didka and got, got a... Uh, um, the first Super Bowl ring for the Cowboys. Ditka sausage. Ditka, Ditka caught a, a, a touchdown pass in that game. Look at him just running wide. There's nobody at that game. I, it, well, it's also like, <laughs> yeah, it's just the speed was not there to catch him. 
The Boston Patriots played in this game. I want this was people probably like you better keep running to go get a job after this. They're obviously playing in San Diego. That would have been a flight. I'm sure they just got San Diego ruled the AFL, right? No, you didn't hear my little. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like in general, they were always good. No, 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 no. The three best teams were the Raiders, the Jets and the Chiefs were actually a really good AFL team. Early AFL charges were decent, but they really weren't that. They weren't one of the top teams. Uh, the Broncos were the worst team. They were the doormat. Yeah. The Patriots were inconsistent. Oilers were good early. But I Oilers think I remember hearing that when they absorbed the league, everybody was like, why are you letting the Broncos come in? Yeah, the Broncos were terrible, but they. Uh, but this, it took till 1977 for them to, their first playoff berth, and, I, and they went to the Super Bowl. They hadn't been in the playoffs in 17, I mean, the entire franchise history. They were, they were not good. Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker is a god. He invented. He's the god of AIDS. I no, bet no, you he's the he's the fucking patient zero. At no, fucking, he's not. No, he, he he died just a couple of years ago. He was a <laughs> he was he was in the, he was at. Uh, he only did covers, right? No, Joe Cocker was at fucking uh, Woodstock. I know, but singing what the cover. Of, you do? But if I'm you saying sang out of tune. I'm saying he only. I don't think I he think did originals. No, no. Here's up where we Let me belong. See. I've gotten into arguments. Where the eagles fly. There was a song of Officer yeah. and Gentleman, which you like to shit on. Even I don't like that movie. It. It's a it's a solid movie. But yeah, but my man. dad only likes it because Luke Gossett Jr. and Old Boy beat the living Christ yeah, out well, of each it's other. It's got everything. It's got like things for men, things for women. There's a relationship thing going on. You know, it's it, it works. You know, what was I looking up? Who's up where we belong? Oh, did Joe Cocker? Joe, do, Joe Cocker. Oh, let me just ask Aponte. Did yeah. Joe Cocker do originals, Rob? I think he had his own music. He, he did a lot of covers, too. He did a lot of covers. Yeah, he did cover. But I think he did some original. Oh, look at that. It was John Hadle, their quarterback? No, no. This was, this was before his time. I like the time codes on it. That's how little of footage they have from this. <laughs> Look at that crowd. That's got to be at some like just public high school stadium in San Diego or something. Lincoln. God. Another long gainer. <laughs> this is when they legit called it pay dirt. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I still call it pay dirt. The Chargers are really rolling. Road on Limbers is Can you imagine there's black guys down there? Makes a tremendous catch. Were they like a, did they do, because the ABA was famous for like embracing the wild. We got a different colored ball. We yeah. do fucking swirly They had dunks. the three-point play, the three-pointers. Did the AFL have anything like that? Uh, uh, <clears throat> they, they, just, they, they passed it a lot more. the passing league. They passed it a lot more, which was, that was smart, you know. Uh, Hadel was the quarterback. 21, I think, was the, I think, is that John Hadel? Yeah, he was the quarterback. The Chargers won this game. At halftime, we threw a child through the uprights as a contest. (laughs) Their halftimes were preposterous. They did a high school band. Well, that was it. Wow. 62, they had an AFL championship, but it wasn't on TV. Oh, that was the Texans and the the Oilers? Yeah. Because the Texans were the Chiefs. Texans and the Oilers. Chiefs were the best. Honestly, Chiefs were the best team in the AFL. Uh, They were the best team. They won Super Bowl one, and then they won Super Bowl four against my beloved Vikings. We got the the Shining debuted this week, so we got the Shining trailer here. Some quick when this quick came history, on, guys. When this I is quick on, history. Lived on the farm. When I saw this, I was mortified. It's when just I saw this blood commercial. gushing, right? No, but just this this preview. We have to keep it. it. Just this preview. I literally would watch it in horror, like this. I watch it like this. <laughs> I, I, I have hands over the eyes, but, but I'd be looking through it. I was you, like, why didn't you just leave the room? Because I actually was excited by yeah. it too. Because it was actually, you know, it, it was an enjoyable thing, you know. Because what they say about like 
my love of horror movies, I said with a lot of kids, young boys in particular, adolescent boys, it's the beginning of sexual awakening. The horror kind of brings that in. It's sort of, that's part of the reason why there's people are fans of it. Until you actually start having your first wet dream. Gee, this is like the end of the movie. I know. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This is a preview? I think blood, yeah, here we go. Blood is like Johnny Depp and fucking Freddy Krueger. Yep. This is pre-Kruger, though, right? Oh, absolutely. This is 80. They, this movie, I think, honestly, Keith, I could be wrong. I think this movie was filmed over a five-year time period. Do you know why? <laughs> I, I literally think it was that long, or it was something Those look like long. rose petals. Do you know why it, this shit like this didn't scare me as a kid? Because I saw too many behind-the-scenes documentaries of, like, we used cranberry juice yeah, and yeah, ketchup. Exactly. The behind-the-scenes documentary was very much in the now when i was a yeah kid. yeah absolutely I, it definitely started and that's where blair witch did well as blair witch saw that and they made a doc a fake documentary to yeah. go along with the fake movie so yeah. they made a documentary about like here's the real legend that blair witch is based on and that was also fake yeah yeah good good for them you know uh we're going to compare trailers here so all that jazz and a Kurosawa movie were uh, awarded equally at the Cannes Film Cannes Festival. Film, the best film. And I just like the idea that Roy Scheider dancing around. We're not going to be able to really play music on this. Uh, well, this was, again, this was, uh, what's his face? Is uh, direct Bob Fosse. Bob Fosse. It's about him, right? Yeah, it's basically, it's kind of a biopic, I think. Yeah, based on him. And he was, he was just a... It's so funny. They think of like, oh, you know, you think of dance. It's a lot of gay people. He was a uh, womanizing fucking. I mean, he was a pussy hound. <laughs> he was a pussy hound, Bob Fosse. I mean, he was truly chasing women all the time. And he was big smoker, partier, drank a shitload, you know, but I guess he was a real pussy hound. Yeah. All, so I mean, you go I from mean, look this. At this. I mean, this is like, but this is quality dance. I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can tell this is like quality. It's like Kumail dancing around in the Eternals. So that movie, the trailer for that comic book movie, it's just him in the trailer so far. It's just him dancing Bollywood in like Bollywood clothes. Shut up. Yeah. Are Do you, you want to watch it? That's going on immediately. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's great, right? Whoa. Whoa! So I got definitely I mean, got to no turn context, it down. So maybe there's got to be some context. Because, oh no, he's going to have a larger role b- because b- but. there's got to be some context as to why he's doing this. Because is it a mock of like of like <laughs> of like the second uh, Indiana Jones movie? Because because come on, man, come All right, on, it's man. coming. You got to watch. All right, here it goes. There he is. He, he he truly is Uncle Muhammad. Oh my God, it's just it's so weird seeing him be this. I'm trying to catch it on the on the on the rise up. Uh, no, that was good. I'm trying to catch it on the boom. Ah, <laughs> uh, let me try one more time. So th- is this trying to like? Being, boom there it is that's all we're getting they're literally going for like the eastern market with this a little bit too right is that, is that sort of part of the oh yeah it, it is i'm sorry it's other than that the movie looks fucking great he well it, it, it's gonna make money it's it's gonna be a hit he's There's somewhere in there i mean he's uh uh it's Amazing. It was a good move to do. He, he was. He is a freaking flat out. Oh, movie he's a climber, star. baby. He is a flat 
out movie star, man. That's there's just no doubt about that. It's crazy. But you know, some again, he was in Chicago for like seven or eight years. He was there for a while before he uh before kind of his breakthrough was doing his one man show, and then it's just been nothing but rising ever since. I mean, he really has he has risen hard. I mean, it, it's been an arc, but it's like he and, and then obviously the the HBO show really was the breakthrough. I think. I mean, Franklin Bash was something too, and he he did bit parts in other movies, but and that that whole that HBO series. Here, let's let's look at. Wow. Let's do mysteries. I didn't. I just Keith. I never thought he was that funny. He's got his appeal. I mean, I don't think he's terrible. I I I, 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 <clears throat> I just I mean, he's he deserves what he gets because we want to know why he's worked. That's so here's what why. else happened. A lot of finales this week because it's yeah, getting to the end of TV absolutely. season. So Star Trek: The Next Generation finale airs in syndication, 1994. I watched that. 1974, The Dean Martin Show last airs. Wow. 1997, Tim Allen arrested for drunk driving in Michigan. 1977? 1997. Ooh, 97. Yeah. Was it, you know, and, and he wonders, yeah, he's such an old, he's such a relic. 1977, The Brady Bunch Hour last airs on ABC. I saw that. It is so fucking bad. It is, is it, was it like a daytime talk show with The Brady Bunch or well, something? No, it, it was a special they put on. Like, hey, we're going to wear flares and sing songs. And Greg and Marsha are fucking. They're over fucking now because they were fucking in 73, you know. But yeah, it, it was. I mean, The Brady Bunch, that was like of Gen X, boy. That, I mean, whatever. There was a theater. <laughs> whatever, the annoyance. Backroom window is, just is have, an like, original. The, the people would just do Brady Bunch episodes. That, that's what it was. That was the theater. <laughs> They'd act out Brady Bunch scenes. Here's also big. Thinking it was great. In 2016 and 2018, respectively, Weinstein, Cosby, and Morgan Freeman are all arrested slash stand trial or accused of rape or sexual assault. 16? 2016 and 18. So in 2016, wow. it was Cosby going to trial, and then Morgan Freeman got accused of fucking his step-granddaughter uh, when she was like a child. Huh. Um and then Weinstein goes to trial or turns himself in in 2018. 28, it's been three years only? It feels like it's been so much longer. 1969, Jerry Lewis's sh- second show run last airs on NBC. Ugh. NBC, had a, they, they, they were tied into the Rat Pack. They were very vague. Oh, yeah. They were, all, I mean, the, all the bishops, Frankie Bishop, Joey Bishop, Joey B- Ronnie Bishop. <laughs> yeah, Bishop Von Bishop. No, but it, it was uh, uh, Dean Martin. Dean, the Dean Martin show was like number one for a couple years. It was, it was a pot. It ran from 65 to 74. 1994. I, I, I don't recall that show at all, though. I Last was too episode of Arsenio Hall, 1994. 1995 yeah. actor for actor Christopher Reeve paralyzed. I remember the wow. news breaking. Yeah. I very much remember 95 on is like that's your threshold <sighs> year. Yeah, yeah. My my fucking God. consciousness was fucking flowing because I remember Christopher Reeve going down. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, 1979, the premiere of This House on Gibral- Gibraltar Street. Never saw it. Based on the 1960 capture of Adolf Eichmann in Argentina. Oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, absolutely. What more am I saying? I remember that. 1982, Leonard Maltin's first appearance on Entertainment Tonight. 1982? Yeah. All right. And we're going to crank through these last ones because we're going to close it out with a little bit of TV League stuff. we got big yeah. movements. The Dave Thomas Comedy Show debuts on CBS 1990. Uh, 1994 Cafe American last airs on NBC. These are just fa- attempts at Seinfeld. Attempts at Seinfeld. Yeah, attempts yeah, at Seinfeld. Yep, exactly. 
uh, Twilight Zone, John Landis found innocent of involuntary manslaughter, Ooh, 1987. And then that, that is a, well, we talked about that story before. On, on here. I didn't know he went to trial. Oh, dude, dude, that, that was a, that was a huge, the people who testified against him never worked again in Hollywood. The people were Oh, upset. he's like that. His fucking son. Well, I think the entire community was probably like that, you know, but I mean, well, you know, you know the story by the Vic Morrow, you know, we're doing an action scene. They had the pyrotechnics going and, and it melted the, uh, uh, it was a helicopter above an explosion and they didn't anticipate hot air rising so the the propellers of the helicopter melted and then and then and then the helicopter tipped and then decapitated uh um bro uh, jimmy swagger is still decapitated vic doing Morrow. it oh, wow uh vic morrow and and, and a six or seven year old asian get cut kids and it was like, and they just chopped them up, an instant death. And and so what it was is they had been filming two days. They were behind schedule, and they had like back to back sixteen hour days. And it was in like the end of the second sixteen hour day, so everyone was really tired on set. And you can't work kids that long, so all these violations were going on. But he was found innocent, you know. But people who testified against him, they. Uh, but he totally did it, you know. Well, I mean, whatever. It, it was just he. You know, you're the director of the buff. Oh, this you know? is a great show. So this show is great because I've seen it's this, about yeah. like Oppenheimer. No, it's about like Rockefeller and shit. But they yeah. always do what they do is like he was walking down the thoroughfare and he saw a piece of iron yeah. strike a <laughs> strike the hoof of a horse. I know. And he had an idea. I know. It's so it's so sensational. It's like, no, he stole it from a black eye. No. Well, I don't know if it was that 1981 but, nightline extends from five nights uh, a week. It goes to five nights a week. Uh, what's interesting about this is they show like the the interworkings of like early wealth in America. Rockefeller is deemed the wealthiest human being ever. He was the well in the late uh, late nineteenth century when they had to finally break trusts up. So nineteen eighty nine, Margaret Ray pleads guilty to breaking into David Letterman's house. Nineteen what what eighty nine? Well, yeah, that was that was the uh, er, the same stalker I had was the same type of stalker he had. Erotomania. Nice. She thought they were in a relationship. Hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I remember he, I guess he dealt with it pretty well, but he wasn't like filing charges against her. She was just a deeply disturbed she woman. She was bat shit. Uh, 1996, John Tesh's final episode of Entertainment Tonight. I remember that. Wow. I don't. I was living here. And chasing tail, man. Going to all the places they went in swingers. You know, yeah, absolutely. I was hanging out at the fucking Dresden. <laughs> you know. Going to fucking ye rustic cokehead. We had a lot of movement in the primetime table here, guys. Um, NCIS is now the number one show on television with 28.67 million viewers a week with streaming and live plus seven. Grey's Anatomy number two. I I got a question here because you'll know better than I do. So how many spinoffs does NCSI have? NCIS, NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS New Orleans... And I think they might have one more in the works. And who tends to, is it Chris O'Donnell is in Chris that? O'Donnell's in LA. And, and him in LL Cool J, yeah. right? Scott then, Bakula's in New Orleans. Okay, okay. And then that's it. Oh, Mark real Herman estate is mogul. Look, uh, new, what, does, what does Trump have to say? He's such a piece of shit. New show shooting up the fucking ranking. Shad- what a con man. God, what a con You really man. hate him. Oh. Shadow and Bone, a new Game of Thrones type show on Netflix. 22.092 million accounts on Netflix. It's a game show? Uh, no, it's like a Game of Thrones type show. Like a medieval type What's of show. What's it called again? Shadow and Bone. Yeah, that's a name. And what network's on? Who? It's on Netflix. 
Okay, yeah, God, they, no, they did that well. Jesus. And then the new season of Handmaiden's Tale came out, so that has shot up to number four in the prime table. Is that pretty good? Oh, yeah, dude, it's great. That is Trump. That's basically a show where, like, women like women are only there to have babies yeah and like yeah yeah basically women it's are pl- slaves and shit yeah it's very much this a- dude becomes president and creates his own country like he seeds the united states and they become like what's the city called in handmaiden's tale larry hey babe yeah. what's it what's the, the country called in handmaiden's tale gilead, gilead. He renames the United States Gilead. Yeah, yeah. So I like so, that. So, it's, so rich. It, it's a kind of post-apocalyptic. You know, it, it's a yes, uh, not a post-apocalyptic, but a, a dystopian future. Yeah. So the new yeah, season. I, I of see, that. I've seen the one in ninety from what Faye Dunaway was in. I thought it was okay, but this this series sounds like it's better. You know. So the new season. I don't even know if that has anything to do with that movie. Uh, Blue Bloods number five, nineteen point six. That's the. I think it's the season or series finale. So that was a big yeah. one. It was on for two hours. So yeah. I, I combined both hours. Yeah. Um, the voice is number six now. Eat that shit voice. It was 13 million wow. this week. Good. But I think it just, I have correct information now. So it just okay. wasn't as high as it was before. <laughs> okay. Then you have the same old fucking, the same old players here. Uh, some of these CW shows shot up. The flash is out of the paid programming era. Huh? Um, but yeah, that's a lot of the big movement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier this is how much it dropped so Falcon and Winter Soldier was up there with like 10 million accounts yeah now it's only at 6.54 so you see the Netflix numbers drop just like TV ones I I mean do you what is is it because it doesn't well it ended people People, it's over oh oh, so like people are just waning down on watching it so much and they have to wait for like a, another well, a year season for two another or season. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. To come out how, how like Handmaiden's Tale wasn't even in the league up this week. Wow. And I just I had to insert them. How many? <laughs> We're almost done. Uh, uh, I have a question about your metrics. What? So the reason that they're going down on Netflix is because Netflix releases all of the episodes at once. So there's going to be a huge uptick. Oh, a spike. Oh, yeah. Actually. Shadow and Bone. So they yeah. so they track it that by sense. They, sense. they track it by how many minutes they watched in millions. Most shows do hundreds of millions. Shadow and Bone is being watched for billions of minutes. Wow. So it, it, it's it's popular it's out of popped. the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's the new Bridgerton. So I'm sure Bridgerton uh, was up there. How many episodes of that? What would they do? Thirteen or Let's ten? See. Eight. Yeah, eight to ten. Yeah, that's about a season now. That's a Netflix season. Yep. Yeah. What's like a Hulu or a or a or an Amazon Prime? I mean, the streaming services are normally eight to twelve episodes. Yeah. 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 They yeah. like to keep it at ten. That it, it, you can handle cost the cost less, a little yeah. better. You know, absolutely. It's basically the price of a movie, but you See, cut it me, up into. I'm gonna. I hate to. I can do that. Like I can write ten episodes. I, I know that. Like you don't have to whisper have it. Tell ideas. the business. You we, tell the business. We, 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 we I have can enough. Write that. I, I know that we can do that. I just know it. Hell yeah, dude. You know, we have we were teeming with ideas, frankly, to the point that I, I, I reining them in is sometimes difficult, you know, but it's that to me, that's a good problem to have. I think I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it's not as dramatic. You know, we went through and read the, my script line by line on Sunday. I think I told you because we had to get it out to these uh, to these uh, producers. Um, and it was uh, you know, it took seven hours. I went through and like literally every single word. But I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a. I mean, got the macho biography. Well, when I read it, I was a little bit like, 
you know, there were some things about it that I was like, I hope this is good enough. And I, the imposter syndrome, I hadn't felt really not insecure, but just, you know, whatever. You know, it's something you're trying to actually go after. And, and there's four different scenes in it that I, 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 I'm building. So we're going to, I want to talk about one yeah, last thing before we close out the show. One last thing before we close out the show. This is interesting on two fronts, this story right here. Sure. Miles Teller, who's just a random actor, he's insignificant in this. He's replacing Army Hammer in a Godfather show. But this is a show about the production of the Godfather. He's going to play, it's a Paramount Plus series. He's going to play Al Ruddy, the producer of the 1972 crime classic, The Godfather. And he's replacing Army Hammer, who is a fuck murder rape vampire. Alleged. Alleged. We follow the law on this show. Wait, wait, wait. it's it's his. Uh, so what Army Hammer was—he's a famous actor. Yeah, I know. And he all is, these yeah. women have come out and said that he like he bites you with vampire teeth when you fuck. He like he likes when you he likes watching blood run down your face while he's fucking you and shit. He's like doing savage shit. He talks about cannibalism. And cannibalism like, wants to eat bitches. Well, I mean, you know, again, we'll see if it's the truth. I wouldn't be surprised by yeah. any of this crap. But At I mean, first, I just, was like, whatever, so what is... But uh, it's he does it and he creeps women out. Like, he'll bring women home randomly and just spring this. Like, you think you're fucking Army Hammer and he's just like, oh, I want to eat you. Like, that could terrify some random fucking Hollywood bro. You have to admit it. You have to admit it. When you're, when you're, when you're truly tracing fame of that level... You are obviously wrestling with demons, right? Oh yeah, you're obviously wrestling with something, and you know who's and you want wrestling with I mean, macho. And again, I'll say, it. Michael Jackson was a pedophile, obviously, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, allegedly, allegedly a pedophile. Yeah, I think there's, you know, I, yeah, yeah. His biopic. When they eventually get to that point of doing his biopic, I think it could be a really good biopic. The ten episode limited series will follow the making of the seventy two gangster crime classic, The Godfather. What a bizarre premise for a show. It's just like, what, what do we need? We're just rehashing things over. What, what's original? I know? love how they say Hammer recently came under fire after leaked messages allegedly accusing him of rape and also having a cannibalism fetish. Does he just get like slabs of human from the morgue? Yeah. Oh, well, no, no. I, I think he probably just thinks about it, you know, and then talks about it, you know. God. I got to change cameras just to end the show. When did Savage die? Mid 90s, late 90s? No, no, not that long ago. Really? Hey, Google. When did Macho Man Randy Savage die? Randy Savage died on May 20th, 2011. Oh, yeah, 2011. Yeah, yeah. So with that, that, that was 10 years ago. That should be in this week in fucking sports history, what we do. <laughs> but yeah, it, it uh, yeah, what a bizarre idea. Okay, so what else? Well, yeah, why is it interesting though? Because again, you want to tell what Army Hammer? Or, yeah, what that's because it was Godfather related and yeah. cannibalism rape related. I mean, that's and always a fun combo. Play? What was he going to play in Godfather? What was it going to be? Al Ruddy, the producer. The jacked pr- so, fucking so the, tall so, producer. So the behind the scenes of the making of the Godfather. Yeah. Because it's going to be about Francis Ford Coppola being all mean and shit. Well, what I heard is that he, when he directed, that they had a backup director on set <laughs> for like the first three or four weeks. They were just, maybe that's common, but there was just like basically over his neck. If you mess this up and we don't like what you're doing, we're getting rid of you. So, I mean, he said that until they got, they got they, I don't know how, at what point in the film where they realized, he realized he was going to be the director, but it was like three or four weeks in the film. Yeah. Actually, they got the dailies and we're like, okay, we're on to something. And I'm know? opening the compressor in.
I just got to pause because it, it yeah. blanks the fucking audio. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that means we're, we're closing down the show. How did you feel about this episode? I think episode? it was a decent show. I it enjoyed a nice, it once long again. one. Yeah. Well, how many, how long? We're at about fucking two hours and 33 minutes, yeah, but that's, that's with solid. a 15 minute break. That's solid. That's uh, solid. How did you guys feel? James, Rob, thanks, thanks for, for listening. I thanks for chatting along and keeping things going. We're going to hit you with the classic. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah. He's absolutely. Insecure Comic. Absolutely. Uh, I am Keith Pazel. K-E-I-T-H-P-A-E-S-E-L. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Goddamn right it was a good show. Uh, yep. We'll be back next week live on Saturdays. We watch TV, so you don't have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to. I, I keep trying fun. to. I keep trying to make it go until the end. Yeah, it's okay, man. Uh, it's but yeah, we're gonna hit you with that real song. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching, guys. Look at what he's wearing. He's just a